Hello, everyone. <laughs> that welcome, was perfect welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Got out of this that week. Fast. Brought to you by Movement Watches, Sherry's Berries. <laughs> I'm confused now. Uh, Movement Watches, <laughs> Sherry's Berries, Pro Flowers, and Pizza Hut. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We'll talk to you about those guys a little later. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gavin. I'm Blaine. I'm Bernie. And I'm Gus. Here to talk about the podcast. What's that, I'm jealous of your uh, Lego thing you've got going on there on your laptop. Yeah, you like Gus it. has a cover that's, you know, for the only one side of his laptop, the top part, but it's Lego and it has a Lego rooster teeth on it. Someone, I went, when I was at PAX East, I went to a, um, a YouTube meetup and they had a guy there who was just making cases. Like I walked in and I saw he had a Funhouse one on the wall and Jeff and I were like, what the fuck is this? Funhouse <laughs> over here? Fuck and then he's you. like, oh, rooster teeth. And he like showed me, he's like, I can make one for you that that uh, that has rooster teeth. I don't know why I said it in a weird way like yeah, that. Yeah, like he's a vendor the, in like and, the Middle and, East. And, and, and like, I was, I was like, was oh that? yeah, sure. And he's like, what size what size laptop do you have? I was like, oh, I've got it here. It's a 13 inch uh, MacBook Air. And he's like, oh here. And he, he made it there while I got drunk. Did he freeform it, or did he have any reference? I think he had a pattern. Like he showed me like on his uh, his tablet that he uh-huh. had like a pattern for it already pre made. <laughs> he made it while you got drunk. Yeah, I, like I, a, I, a I was getting point. drunk and I was watching him. I was like, yes, <laughs> we clean it while you get drunk. More yellow, please, on the key. How long did it take him? Uh. Blaine's gonna fuck it up. No, that's not true. I don't know. Did he glue it? Or no, it's not legit Legos. Legos. You can take it off. You were drunk, so time is slightly. Legit Legos. Time doesn't matter. He's pulling it apart right now. I told you he's gonna fuck Blaine, it up. Blaine, what the fuck are you doing? He's literally picking he away at it. Wants to see if it's glued on. I just want to test it. I just gonna test it, Gus. What, he's gonna how, test what, did, it. what did your test conclude, Blaine? I just wanted to see if the, the pieces can come off and if you could add on to them. And I wanted to see if it was Lego. It's not Lego. It's, it's it? awesome. Whoever the guy is, but it's, it's hey, a guy. Blaine thinks you're a piece of shit. Apparently, good it's lord. Not, well, no, because when you look the at the thing little I Lego got for bricks, free, sucks. Oh yeah, for free? he saw through your whole fucking ruse of trying to get your, people free Lego stuff. Your ruse of trying to give me a free cool laptop cover failed. Straight Blaine up Gibson fucking busted that guy out. Fucking go back. To He's the, getting free advertising. You know, like, <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. It's great to have you, Blaine. Thank you. <laughs> so it's, it's always a joy to see you, Blaine. You're wearing the. I, I feel like whenever I see a celebrity, right? Uh. They wear tight, not jeans, and black shoes with a white base. Yeah, I what guess the they fuck? don't have what. I think that's what. what rich Name people, one celebrity in one appearance. I'll look it up. It's you have maybe very specific. Whenever I see this. like rich-looking people in the airport, that's what they got on. Man, what's the richest person you've ever seen in person? That is the creepiest pan up. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> quit it. Blame. The richest person. Blame. The richest person I've ever seen in person is probably when we bumped into Donald Trump that one time. Oh right, you bumped for, into Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah by bump, did you punch him in the face? Well, no, I didn't really know much about him. He apart was from like he was a the billionaire apprentice liar. Donald Trump back then. Yeah. No. What you know. did you bump so you're him? laughing at him. Not Nostradamus' worst prediction come he was true, Donald the- Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the Men in Black 3 premiere. Like, he just, like, stood out right in front of us. And yeah. I was like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, for Gavin's Trump. birthday, I he went to go see Men in, He went to go see Men in Black Three. <laughs> it was in New York. It was an event in New York. I'm yeah. sure he goes to anything and everything there. So he does have small hands, right? I'm not crazy. Well, I didn't. I didn't like ask him to fist me or anything like that. <laughs> but but it would yeah. it have been comfortable if you had? He. But we did not shake Donald Trump's hand. He no. went right by us. Yeah, okay. he didn't even know we were there. Yeah, we just saw hair, and that's it. And a pretty like hair. Lady with him. Yeah. Quotation marks. I think that's, that's his hair, right? It's just like... Well, he lets people pull on it, so yeah. If something's genetically created in the lab from your DNA, <laughs> it's still yours, right? Like, if there's yeah, a team of scientists working to support it. He's rich enough they can sew that to his head. So who do you think is richer, <laughs> Gus? Because I've seen both these people in person. Donald Trump or Michael Dell? Uh, I would assume Donald Trump. Really? I would say Michael Dell. Say what do you Trump. think? Your he's looking up he, network. He, ju- he just Dell. had to rebuy Dell to take it private, so I think he's down a bit. He had to, or he did because or it was a did. good opportunity. Yeah, it was in order to grow. He, 
Do you want me to answer? Oh, wait, wait. You, you take your guess. Gus's official explanation for that on a financial level was... I just don't think the internet will tell us. I think Donald Trump's full of... Anus. He's full of guff. He's full of old guff and pap, and we don't know how much it's worth. Probably. Well, just but based on what Google tells me, well, then I'd say Trump. Disregarding the the guff, the guff. Yeah, anus. I'd say. You say Donald Trump. In that case, what, yeah, Trump. This what, isn't what, like for science. Yeah, this what, is what, just what, for entertainment. Value. What do you think, Blaine? Oh, I was saying uh, Trump's more rich. Uh, according. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you caught me like mid-drink. Who knows words? According <laughs> to just a Google <laughs> search, where I type in their name and type net worth. Donald Trump is worth four billion U.S. dollars. Yeah. And Michael Dell is worth nineteen point five billion. Yeah. Donald, I, Michael Dell's got way more. Fair so, play to him. Yeah. And so I. But my favorite thing is like that's so that's the richest guy I've ever seen in person. And what was he doing? He was standing at where we went to record the Binaural podcast just last night. Oh. We Blaine and I saw it wasn't last night that I saw him. Blaine, I would have pointed it. At no, him. no, I yeah. saw But he was standing outside of that place when it was filled and you had to wait for a table. And he was standing there holding his wife's purse. In his hand while she was inside. And I go, oh, that's fucking Michael Dell. Why has he got a purse? And then his wife comes out and takes the purse from him. I'm like, dude's got $19 billion and he still has to hold the purse while his wife goes and does whatever. Gentleman. Yeah. Gentleman, that's, that's one way. He I didn't know look he real gentlemanly. Like. Like, he was had this sour look on his face. Right. I would so. never expect him. But I can't say the place's name, can I? Do sure, you, why not? Do you want me to? Magnolia Cafe. Okay, so I would never expect him to see him at Magnolia because Magnolia is just like, that's just kind of like a hipstery sort of place, yeah. you know? He's just hanging out. Yeah, that's cool. And drove like a normal like SUV. If it seems like if you're that rich, you I don't should. think you saw Michael Dell. <laughs> it was Michael. Uh, listen, it was Michael Dell. I know it was Michael Dell. Okay. I also did that thing where I looked at him and he looked back at me, and it's I probably doesn't get recognized every time he goes out. Yeah. But he looked at me, and I could tell he was like, "That guy knows who I am," and he like kind of like looked away. <laughs> he just threw the first <laughs> slowly. Just <laughs> now, but it was definitely Michael Dell. Is he a nice guy? What is he like? Don't know. Hmm. Just purse match. Based on just looking at him, <laughs> watching him hold a purse outside of Magnolia Cafe, do you think he was a nice guy? I'm I just saying say. sometimes like really smart guys are a little, you know, like socially they're just like they're in the zone, you know, and they're just like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to pick him out if you said name Michael Dell. You could, I bet, right, Gus? I, I just saw him. I, b- oh. Before that, maybe. I don't know. It had been. I feel like the last time I, but he looks older in this photo than I remember him looking because I probably don't remember what he looks like. During the dot-com era, decades. like... Michael Dell was like the Elon Musk of Austin. Like everyone was fascinated by Michael Dell. I know guys that worked at Dell Computers. They graduated from UT. They had a normal normal bachelor's degree, and they went to work in like, like I have a buddy uh, that he was an engineering major, and then he went to work at a number of different jobs at Dell. But the main thing he did, I think, for a long period of time, was he customized the software that was installed on the computer when you get it. And then they would just like like install that. He was in charge of the systems that would install that on those. The machines. stuff that you hate and you want to take off. No, it was everything like like Office and whatever oh, okay. Windows yeah. XP at the time, or it was probably ninety five back then, or Windows ninety eight. And uh, so there was a situation where <coughs> in the mid to late nineties, kind of pre dot com, right, Gus? When was the big Dell run? <laughs> it was a uh, mid nineties. It was like pre dot com, like yeah. right before it. And uh, there was a point in time where the Dell stock split. I think like. 15 times? It was a bunch. It was just kept splitting and splitting and splitting. And I had one friend who his mom bought some Dell stock at $4 a share. And then it went to $10 a share. Oh, man. So she sold it. (laughs) And she threw a big party with all the money that she made from it. Because she had more than doubled her money. She was like, dude, I'm getting a Dell. Then (laughs) slowly over the course of the next like three or four years, we calculated what the value of that party was. It over time turned into like a nine hundred thousand dollar party <laughs> because she sold the stock and had this event. 
But my buddies, I had several buddies who worked at Dell, and basically they all told the same story, which was just on stock options at that company. Say a guy got a, a gig there for like $50,000 a year or something like that. They were all working next to each other in these cubicles, but just based on them starting, this guy started one day. He was worth about $8 million on paper because of stock options. The guy in the cubicle next to him started nine months later and was worth basically his paycheck. Ugh. And it was so it was crazy. Like everyone was kind of sitting there, like not getting fired. That was everyone's goal was to not get fired so they could, you know, vest their stock options and then cash out. I think it was every, a crazy time. Everybody who was living in Austin and working in tech at the time <coughs> wished that they could work at Dell. Yeah. I know, like when I was, when I moved up and I was working with you at, that, uh, at the call center, I was like, man, if I was at Dell, I'd have so much stock. I'd be set. <laughs> I'd be rich. Was yeah. that the company that, like, even the janitors were, like, fucking cashing in? No, I, heard I think it was Microsoft is the famous story about that, right? I, the yeah. one I heard, I think, was Google. I always hear Facebook, too. Like, the guy who did the mural on the wall took stock instead of taking mm -hmm. uh, cash. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting, making a mural that was worth 12 million bucks or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's about... Uh, but, you know, it's only... You know, going back to what you said about your friend's uh, mother throwing the party, it's like... You don't know if the stock's going to continue to go up or go down. You know, oh. it's, it's worth what it is at the moment. Super easy to see it in hindsight. Right. In, but, in yeah. hindsight, you always make the right call. Oh, you're like, look, I would have bought it there, and I would have sold it way up, way the fuck up there. Right. But it's Everybody like, would do that. Yeah. But then when you're, you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh, this shit's going to crash any second, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember there was this stock that I would buy. It was called Covad, and it was a DSL uh, I remember company. That. Yeah, yeah. Remember Covad? And I would buy this stock, Covad. And I, I'm not working with actual numbers here. You know, I, the company's probably out of business at this point. But just from memory, I would buy it when it hit $6 a share. And then I would sell it when it hit 8 And it would go back and forth between 6 and $8 a share. So you just I, want, want it to go up and down and just be like, boop, yeah, boop, boop, boop. sell it at 8 buy, take the take the same amount of money, reinvest it at 6 What then, caused it to fluctuate so dot com was predictively? Nuts. I mean, that's like a 33% swing. Yeah, if like, you're making 33% yeah. on your money every time, that's a, crazy. A week at a time. And I did that like four times. I'm like... Oh, I, I fucking had this stock master. <laughs> I've got all this shit. I got it all figured out. And then one day it was eight, and I was like, I should probably sell it. And then I looked again, and it was at four. And I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> the next day it was at two, and then it was basically gone at that point. Like, it just, like, everything kind of hit the wall in the dot-com era. It was just, like, it was absolutely nuts. And I wonder if COVID is still around. Uh, it looks like they've been... Sold and acquired a I few think times. They're, they're really not the same company anymore. COVID Communications? Yeah. Um, looks like looks like they're gone. Since 1997, COVID has been delivering DSL broadband design, especially for small and mid-sized businesses. Yeah, I fucking I love COVID. Did they by COVID? COVID's communications <laughs> stock history. Um, here, let me. Uh, speaking of sponsored, look I, at that. I, I do fucking have solid segue. I guys. do have something to read. Thank you for the acknowledgement. Nailed it. Uh, we're super happy to have Pizza Hut joining us and help us create a portion of the podcast we like to call the feed. Jesus fucking Christ. Whoa. We didn't get a chance to warm blame before the podcast that that was going to happen. I'm that, sorry, that, 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 I that. coughed and I saw somebody back there. Like, what the fuck's that he doing? Model. Pizza Hut is going to be joining us with their RetroBytes Arcade once again at RTX. And of course, they were with us this past weekend at PAX East. To help us keep everybody updated about it, we created the feed. We're going to be giving out some Pizza Hut swag as well as Pizza Hut gift cards to our listeners and viewers who can answer a trivia question about one of the games that was in the RetroBytes Arcade. This episode's question's a little easier, Bernie. Got it. It's not as bad as last time. Bring you might it. know this. Bring it. Uh, this episode's trivia question is about Galaga. Oh, bring it. What game is Galaga a sequel to? You okay. might know this. 
I can't say because yeah, that would ruin the game. Don't ruin it. But what game I is know Galaga it. a I'd be sequel getting, to? What do I get, a gift card? Uh, you can send us... Yeah, tweet right now. And a gift card. You can send us your answers by tweeting using the hashtags RTPodcast and hashtag the feed. That's what we're doing. Uh, Pizza Hut has uh, its first ever $5 flavor menu. Now, you don't have to choose between all your flavorful favorites. All your Pizza Hut favorites are just $5 each when you buy two or more items. That includes medium one-topping pizza, boneless wing street wings, Hershey's triple chocolate brownie, pasta, breadsticks, or flavor sticks, and Pepsi. Uh, and new to the $5 menu is stuffed garlic knots, which we got some down there. Uh, perfect size to any pizza order includes 10 garlic knots stuffed with melted cheese and finished with a garlic buttery <laughs> blend. Grated Parmesan, Italian herbs, and is served with a dipping cup of marinara. It's easy to say yes and please the whole group with a $5 flavor menu. Huge thanks to Pizza Hut for powering the feed. Uh, I should also mention that Pizza Hut has graciously agreed to send pizza to some watch parties around the country who are watching the RT podcast live on Monday night. Uh, normally this is when I would say thank you and the p- food would go away, but Blaine's getting some. Uh, so yeah, Pizza Hut. Uh, huge. Good. They um, okay. Get some of that triple chocolate brownie too. <laughs> they sponsored the Retro Bites Arcade uh, at PAX East this past weekend, and they're going to of course be back at RTX even bigger. <laughs> Why this is he year. fingering all the food? Just pick Just it bring up. the box over. Just, yeah. But it's a nice display. Oh my God, Blaine! Blaine's going to be standing in the middle of the podcast set. Look at him. There you go. Get all the food. Here, pick one. <laughs> it's oh fine. We all know each other. Oh it's my not a God. party foul. All right. So th- it's not a party <laughs> Hurry foul. up. I'm going to get back. What are these? That's a garlic knot, dude. Oh, these are really good. <laughs> <laughs> he says they're really good. You want a piece of brownie? I'm okay right I now. Will. Thank you. I'll take a brownie. How so thanks to, thanks to Pizza Hut for sponsoring the Thank feed. You. We really oh. appreciate it. Uh, and if you tweet us uh, your answer to the <laughs> trivia question. So are we we'll going to get... A, We'll pick a couple of winners to send uh, swag and a $25 gift card to, and then we'll send some runner-ups some uh, $25 gift cards. So last time the pizza party went to a watch group in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yes. I, I'm not sure uh, where it's going uh, this time. We but, need uh, a picture of it this time? That was really cool. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we're trying to pull a couple of pictures so that we can uh, we can go ahead and uh, put them in the on the stream. If Tuck and roll, intern! A lot, lot of people are getting the, uh, the name of the title right in, in the Twitter feeds. I'm looking at the hashtag RTPodcast. I do want to. I'm feeling pretty good about their chances. Yeah. Um, so you know, speaking of Pax East, oh wait, I was the only one there. We were just at Pax East. I was just at Pax East this past weekend. When did you fly? Uh, I flew out there Thursday night, and I came back Saturday night. Oh, you came earlier okay. today. I made a journal on the website. Like, um, you know, Becca does all of our web content, mm-hmm. and she had asked me to write uh, a recap of Pax East, and you know, and everything I saw. And I thought that maybe it would be more interesting instead of writing a recap of what I saw to write a recap of what it's like to go as a Rich Teeth employee and actually work. And set up the booth and you know, all of the work that goes into that. So you did a journal talking about how hard you work and everything? About how awesome I am. Basically, uh, how I'm the best person in the world and how I deserve more money and uh, everyone else sucks. You are pretty good at doing that convention thing. Yeah. You don't really do it anymore. I, I, well, I, we've done it for a long time. But I thought like I really wanted to highlight some of the, like, the things that pop up that people don't think about. Like we had internet there, right? Because we had to run our, our cash registers via wireless. Okay. We took a router. Forgot the power adapter. Yep. And then you're boned. And then it's like, oh, and then, you know, we discovered that at like 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got 30 minutes to find a router because most stores will close at 9. Yep. Like, I've got 30 minutes to get to an electronics store, buy a router. Uh, otherwise, we just, we can't sell anything tomorrow. But you're in packs. What was your solution? I feel like I would have looked in the hotel room and I bet there was something with the same router, like power but, adapter. There, that was a gamble, though. If he didn't pay off, then I, then I was screwed. Yeah. So I ended up taking a taxi to a Best Buy. Oh. Amazon Prime now? 
I look, they don't have that service. Uh, do them yeah. a favor? Yeah. Anything like that? No, I looked. They didn't, they didn't have like any service that would deliver it to me. So, so I, I guess prop I one passed in Boston, huh? Are they all unionized oh, there? Is that the deal? Prop one. I want to show you something. Look at that fucking softball segue so, Gus right there. See that, Gavin? We See have, what I did there? That's great. We, on, a, on a plate. Professional. We have <laughs> this. <laughs> Took him like a minute to pick up on it. <laughs> we have this election. Prop one? Oh, weird. I have <laughs> we have this election coming up in Austin where there, I guess there's a proposition where they're trying to figure out who's in charge of background checking Uber and Lyft drivers, right? Or the city's going to do it or the companies are going to do it. And I guess early voting started today. The actual election is in a week or two. Yeah. So it's all part of the city of Austin's initiatives to hate every modern business and drive it away. Yes. That's essentially what they it is. They don't want Uber and Lyft. I checked or Airbnb. Don't my mail Airbnb. today. No short-term rentals either. In one day, Fuck this off is innovation. all of the mail I got regarding the election. It's all from the same organization telling me to vote the same way. They sent me three fucking so things to what vote. What is that thing telling you to do? This is telling me to vote for Prop 1. And what is Prop Is Prop 1 pro? If you vote for Prop 1, that means the private companies will continue to run their own background checks. If you vote against Prop 1, then the city will run the background checks. On the drivers? Yes. So will taxpayers get the bill for background checks? <laughs> Make your plan to vote for Prop 1. City oversight or city takeover? That's alarming. It's nice cardstock. fuck? How much money do they fucking waste doing that? It's worth it to them. It's obviously an investment to, because if they have the city regulation, they're going to have big problems. Are the taxi companies, do they have to go through the city for their background checks? I think so. I think they do. You can I just listen. All, all I know is... I, at I, least they use COD. And, and I, I get it. It's dangerous, whatever. All I remember is the fact that before Uber and Lyft or anybody else or car, cars to go showed up in Austin... We were all held hostage by Yellow Cap. And they suck. They, they fucking suck. They were, a, they were a classic monopoly. They did not care. Yeah. They absolutely didn't care. None you of them. them they like, we're not going to come get you. I don't know how many times I arranged for a Yellow Cap to pick me up at a certain time to take me to an airport. No way. And it's like, nope, they didn't nope. show up. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to miss a flight. They also, none of them know where they're going. You yeah. You say, I want to go here. They're like, where's that? It's like, well, can you use a GPS or a map? I think or we're a cab driver. We might be generalizing. A little bit, but I have noticed that my experience, my customer service experience, is nicer with a Lyft or Uber driver than it is with a cab driver. Well, now when you get in a cab in Austin, all they do is tell you how shitty Uber is the entire time you're in the cab. Yeah, they fucking do. They are the best (laughs) advertisement for Uber that I've ever seen. I would think the cab companies would tell their drivers, shut the fuck up about Uber. Like, it's, it's harder to get an Uber from the airport. So usually when I walk out, I'll take a cab, you know, from the airport. I'll just jump in a cab and go... Yeah, go back home if uh, Ashley dropped me off at the airport, but I'm getting back late enough to where I don't mm-hmm. want her to come get me. The whole time I'm in the car, every single time. I've taken probably three cabs in the last like four or five months. Every single time, nonstop, the driver's telling me how bad Uber is. You know what? Next time, just call me. I'll come get you. Will you? Yeah. Look at that. Look at me. Look at that. But what if you're doing something? I, That's love. I, I discovered something. So What's you know, he going to be doing? It's Blaine. <laughs> I mentioned that you know when I needed to get that router earlier that I uh, took a cab. And it's because I didn't want to wait for an Uber. Like I walked out of the convention center in Boston. There was a cab right there. It's like, fine. I just jumped in. And I ended up taking a cab a couple of times. I ended up taking a cab a couple of times in a similar situation while I was up there. And I never... It's been, I guess it's been a while since I've been in a cab. But I never thought to do this before. But you can use Apple Pay now. In every cab I got into while I was really? in Boston, I Apple Paid. Just they, sign? They, they just need to get nope. Apple Pay everywhere. That's they just need to do that. And like the whatever the Google one is, the bad the bad one. <laughs> they need to get that everywhere. What is that one called? Wallet? Google, Google Wallet? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that clip someone I'm just made? Kidding. Of, I know just, that's an Android joke. The clip that someone made of all the times you were talking about the coin. Yeah. <laughs> from beginning to end. Why did we start off really positive? It was very, very excited and optimistic. 
And then it just descended into a big shit swell. Yeah, it's also a, a conversation that takes place over, what, like 14 years while the product's <laughs> coming out? I mean, what was the time frame on that? Uh, like two and a half, three years, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, because people will throw that at our face, too, of like, well, look how your opinion changed. It's like, yeah, we actually got to use the product. <laughs> Amazing how that affects your opinion. Of <laughs> Believe it or not, time went on. Yeah. Like some, someone sent me one earlier today. Someone sent me a message on social media about how, like, in, in 2013, I talked about how stupid VR is and how nobody wants it. And now it's like all I talk about on the patch every week is just about because it's how so cool, cool VR and amazing. VR is, yeah. It's, it's getting there. What's the first one that you're going to pick up on? Because I think, don't you have a Vive already? Yeah. A Vive? A Vive. And I've got an order for an Oculus. I have one coming. How come everybody else got their Vive but me? Uh, Mine shipping in May. You did a great job with that, by the way. Thanks. I can't That's believe you, you'll have room for a, like, VR. Do you have that at home? No, I've got it here in my right office. The there's no, uh, there's no space for it. I got to get a bigger office. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the the reason I got it, and we I guess we don't talk about like job changes or anything, but like now I'm, I'm kind of overseeing a lot of the VR things, a lot of the VR initiatives. Yeah, I think we talked about it last time. You said you weren't doing mm-hmm. RTX anymore. Yeah. And now you're doing VR so, stuff. So that's why I got the Vive early. This and is I, news I to me. You. I didn't know you're not doing. There's RTX been anymore. emails about this, Blaine. Who do you, who's in charge of RTX? <laughs> Uh, just off the top of your head, uh, Feinstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. So you know <laughs> who it is, it's just like, but you're surprised it's not Gus. Well, you know, <laughs> she's she's been doing a crack crap up crap up job. Crap, 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 crap up. She literally crapped it she's up. She's doing a good job. Go to good. Why do you hate Bethany? I do not hate Bethany. <laughs> I mean, talk that about much. <laughs> she's doing a crap up job, dude. Hey, you're drinking the only beer in that thing that I actually want to drink. Oh, oh Gus, can you, you hang one, one of these things yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Blaine. Just show up and just fuck it up. What is it, a Kurt Vonnegut beer? What's going on there? I'll pause it. Hey, I don't like that. The, I don't like that that Whoop. fixed pack carrying case. I, I hate do it. not like that. Why? Because they that's fall a, out? That's a bad improvement. Because we've it, talked it, about that with uh, gonna yep. suck balls, isn't it? Felicia Day and how they yep. suck. <clears throat> I'd rather kill sea life <laughs> than be inconvenienced Dude, opening a beer. I, I had a really... <laughs> I, had a, I had a super bad environmental week because I read some horrible environmental headlines. The first is that the population of tuna... Is now considered to be ninety-seven percent. Is that a country? Sorry, I thought you were talking about a country. Population of tuna. We're talking about the population of tuna, Texas. Tuna. It's, now, it's, it's right, now two it's, dudes. It's it's the, the ocean area right around Turkey. The the overall. I, let me change the way I worded that. The overall tuna population of the world is now ninety-seven percent below what it was before humans started fishing them. How do like, they know? Well. I'm assuming those are estimates. They didn't do a census of all the fish in the ocean before humans started fishing, but they're just estimating from levels that they started at and how much we fished them, and we're fishing a triple the amount that we need, that we're now at like down to like 2.7% of the total population of tuna. Like it's like right on the razor's edge of just buy tuna. You couldn't tuna. put them extinct though, probably. What's that? You couldn't make them extinct. I it bet does you could. seem like it'd be hard to make. Because there'd always be two. Unless we raise the temperature of the ocean and just kill them all. Oh, God. <laughs> Because they're tunas? Is that what you're saying? No. no. What does that mean? Because <laughs> there'd always be two? Two yeah. tunas? Yeah. Let's just shag and make more. Then, then if, if that's the case, then why have other animals gone extinct? Well, I feel like you can never get them all because they're fish. I agree like with that. Two if they're two in the ocean, hide. you're not yeah. getting them But all. if there's two in the ocean and they're thousands of miles apart, they're not going to find each other. Well, I mean, they'd always be too close together. How would you get every single fish out apart from one? There's sea life that's gone endangered or extinct, right? That's like the way it happens. It's like abundance endangered. Everyone chills out and they come back. And then sometimes they come back too strong and become a pest. Like the red kites. <laughs> Do you think... Never mind. I don't... I like... 
I don't want to make fun of you because you're always so frequently right. But it seems so absurd to me that something would go from endangered, but then there's two of them left, and then they're a pest. Look, there was a, a bird of prey called the red kite. There were loads of them. Mm-hmm. They were hunted to the brink of extinction. There were only two pairs left, I think, in the whole of the country or the world or whatever. And now there's they're like scavengers and there's too many. And we're trying to take them out again. Now they're all fucked up in the brain, though, because they just... They eat bacon. Inbred, right? Well, see, that's, that's, <laughs> see, that's the thing, is that <clears throat> siblings can actually breed. They just probably shouldn't, because it, it, there's less genetic variance. And so, you know, some diseases can take advantage of that. Like, there's something that, that family would not be immune to. It would destroy all yeah. those things, right? Yeah. Like hemophilia with the, uh, with the Russian czars. They always had a bunch of inbreeding. But it's like, people always say like, oh, if like you have a baby with your cousin or your sister, it's got like three eyes and stuff. It's not at all the case. But it could turn into Joffrey. What, it could turn into Joffrey. <laughs> there you go. Nice reference. Hey, did you watch the uh, first episode of Game of Thrones, season you, six? You know I did. You did? Of course I did. Yeah. So Where? did you like land the plane and you rush and go do it? I came back Saturday night. You did? Yeah. Did you really? That's so what I said. I, would have, I could have asked you to participate in our he binaural wouldn't. podcast. He wouldn't have. It's a podcast. Maybe. I oh, I like okay. the new strategy though. Of he comes in a day earlier to take the day off after travel because yep. Gus needs those buffer zones. I do. Yeah. I've earned it. I worked hard. Did you read my journal? <laughs> <laughs> I should go read your journal. Uh, but did you guys hear about like the passenger pigeon um, going extinct? I'll get back to that in a second. Let me let me finish my environmental horror story for this week. Yeah. First, I read about the tuna that there's 97 percent less tuna than there used to be. Now mm-hmm. we're down to 2.7 percent. The other thing I read, which was a horrifying uh, bit of environmental news, was that... Oh, my thing just died on me. Oh, I want to talk about the cholera outbreak, too. That's so crazy. Uh, the Great Barrier Reef, half of it is now dead or dying. Oh, I saw and that. The, the Great Barrier Reef is just going to be dead pretty soon. Just gone. They can't save it? Nah, they're trying, but they well, can't do anything. What's doing it in? Um, I didn't get to read the whole article, but if I had to guess, I would guess the change in the either small variances in the temperature of the ocean or just a change, change in like the alkalinity of the water. Yeah. How do you go about saving something like that? Let me see. I'll look at it. I'll read like, it here. You and build I'll tell you a what big tank over it. Mm. You thought, kill, I, I don't kill, know. kill, kill a lot like... of humans. That's what you do. Mm. Which is basically what's going to happen. It's like the earth is going to go, wow, these fucking humans are really kind of screwing shit up. So it's like the earth will be fine. We just talk about saving the earth. Earth's, earth's fine. We're going to save ourselves. Right. The Earth, what it does is it'll it'll heat up and it'll just make it inhospitable for us, and then we'll all die. And then it's like when you set the oven to clean, it just kind of boils off the layer of stink that's come off. Well, and all the grime on the inside of the oven is like, save the oven. It's like, well, fine. <laughs> the oven's fine. <laughs> I was think of uh, like when you when you're sick and you get a fever. Yeah. Your body gets really hot to kill everything else, and then, yeah. Yeah, then, then it, it all dies, and or enough of it dies. And you shake it off. Yep. Uh, climate change is leading the reef uh, to undergo a significant event that threatens its existence, according to Australian ministers. Only 7% of the reef, reef has escaped bleaching, which happens when the war- water warms and leads the coral to expel the algae that lives inside of it. So it's a temperature change. So it's like it. all of its food busts out. Yeah, the living parts of it. Like, is coral like the home to... I have no idea. Well, I know coral is a living organism, but I don't know, like, does it eat algae? Maybe that's what it is. It'd be cool if it's sentient. What means it's living? That it's just got cells that aren't rock? <laughs> so, th- let me, okay. that, That's the definition in my biology textbook in high school. The definition of living is it has cells that aren't rock. But when it dies, My laptop is living. <laughs> <laughs> and the third piece of environmental news, before we quiz Gavin on what the criteria for life are, uh, the, the, uh, it sounds like a good thing at first, but then it's actually a really horrible thing, which is 
the energy minister in India announced this week that solar energy is now cheaper than coal. And that India is in the process of meeting their goal of doing, I think, 100 gigawatts of power That's via solar bad. for the country. That's bad. Because that means that coal is going out. Like, there's so few. No, less- it means if energy is less of a barrier, it's like it's just more humans that can have everything that they want and they just need more food and everything else. Like, bad for overpopulation. There's a weird, there's a weird thing to solving the energy oh. crisis is that it, it's just it's one less barrier to you know humans living longer, which um. On a short-term basis, great thing. But when we're eating all the fish and the fucking coral reef is dying, there's only three percent tuna left. Yeah, it's like it. You can see how like a life on Earth being easy on an energy level is like that actually can contribute to like a lot of other horrible things. I was thinking it's because coal was becoming less available, and that's why because it was getting more expensive. Oh, you're saying you, so? The thing that drove it cheaper than coal was the fact that coal, uh, coal is getting more expensive. Available. That's yeah. probably the case too. Yeah. I have a question for you. Why that's coal's good thing though. Why don't you want Indians to live longer? I want everyone to live longer. Except for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to put that. It's like, I hope everybody individually lives longer. But Then that, what? I just hope there's less people. That's what it is. I, I hope we, we get to the point where, like in <laughs> Japan like and the U.S., left. where the population birth rates decline to be less than the sustainability rate. I think I've read studies that try to map out pop- global population growth and that most models show, you know, the population never being sustainable above... I want to say like eight or nine billion. Like we're close to the maximum sustainable number and that it will never really but get above that. what's the limiting, that. what caps that at nine million? It's just when billion. birth rates fall, like Bernie's talking about. Like countries will, will... Yeah, but what if everyone just keeps shagging? Like what's stopping it? Math. Laws. Math. Yeah. We run out of carbon. That's it. It just This is a closed system, right? We're not getting elements from... I mean, occasionally a meteor drops in and adds like a little splish splash of something here. But we only have so much carbon on this planet. There's only so much stuff. There's only so much stuff. Yeah, but it's recyclable. But it is. It is. All we got to do is look through a telescope and find a carbon planet, (laughs) and then we grab it, and we bring it over here. When do you think shit is going to like legitimately hit the fan? Like we're just totally fucked. No coming back. I don't know. I can't say. I don't don't know that we're not at that point. Do you think think that you're already starting to see the fringes of that. Like when you think about stuff like Superstorm Sandy going up and hitting New York, or you think about Katrina hitting New Orleans. Like, do you think that you're starting to see an increase in the frequency of ecological disasters? No. I think that there's actually been uh, the same level of disasters in the past. It just might not have been recorded. Like during the Revolutionary War, they went through like basically an ice age. So, you know, I but, just think that people just kind of glaze over that It was that the fact. Dust Bowl in the, the, the dust bowl? Yeah. 30s. I think yeah. it's all, we're all, Earth is always like, shitting well, on us. Specifically, like when I bring up these examples, I'm thinking about warmer ocean temperatures mm-hmm. leading to more powerful storms going to places that they typically didn't go to in the past. Yeah, maybe. I don't it know. is crazy, though, because it's like weather meteorology, it does seem like this like grand roll of the dice that, like, major things happen in terms of human life scales, like things like the Dust Bowl. We went through kind of a minor event here in Texas where we went through five years where it was a terrible drought. Our lakes are draining. And I was like, oh, the lakes are never going to come back. They're never going to fill up. And then they're now at a, what Lake Travis is at 105%. I think it was at 38% at its lowest. Right. And now it's at 105%. Yeah. So apparently there were two lakes left, Gavin, and they fucked, and they made some new lake. <laughs> So you see, it's not works. a closed system. You can add more. <laughs> yeah. Add more water. So it's like, it is one of those things. And I remember when the when we were going through that pretty serious drought, and California is going through one of those right now. Mm-hmm. They're having huge problems. Um, 
when we were going through that, I was like, yeah, it, this is clearly, you know, climate change this is a permanent thing. And I had a buddy who's a lifelong Texan, and he sent me this quote that just basically said, Texas is a land of perpetual drought interrupted by the occasional flood. And that, that quote was made, like, back in the early part of the 1900s. And so it was like... So nothing's really changed. It's been like that. You just need some perspective for a long period of time to see those things. Although it's hard to, it's hard to dismiss the fact that we're having the hottest years on record Every single year at this I, point. I will say, however, to counter – I mean I, I, I agree with, Globally that, the, with, with the old statement about Texas. But the, I think the counter argument or the counterpoint to think about is back then in the early 1900s, they didn't have the dammed lake system that we have now in central Texas in order to try to preserve and maintain that water. Mm-hmm. So now even with that system trying to preserve as much water as we can, we weren't able to. You're seeing, dam. you're seeing photos of like Congress flooded like up to the Capitol is just like basically water. In the lake. No, no, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's like fuck tons of photos of just, I mean, flooding in Austin. It's like a Colorado River, I guess, or Lady Bird Lake. What do you want to call it? Oh, the, uh, the Texas Capitol. I thought you mm-hmm. meant Washington, D.C. I think, didn't he say Congress? Congress Avenue. Oh, oh. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that really, that, I was on D.C. For some yeah, sorry, sorry about that. It should be more Yeah, clear. Austin is, by the way, the smack in the middle of Texas. There's no like coastal region anywhere nearby us but that storm that came right by us uh we were on the western edge of it and houston was on the eastern edge they got fucking hammered by Mm, that thing mm -hmm. like uh last weekend yeah houston is basically a city at sea level i mean it is they built that city on a swamp i love people in houston are so industrious right like houston is not a coastal city and they want it to be a coastal city so they built the fucking houston ship channel yeah it's like we want to be able to get big ships here but there's no way to do it Let's big a giant. Let's let's dig a giant forty mile trench to the ocean so that giant ships can come into the city all the way to Galveston. And we have Houston has a port. It? I'm sure it has been. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. Now they've got like huge oil industry and. Why is it that the moon doesn't affect a lake? It probably um, does. There's no tide though. Well, it's not big enough. Yeah. You just need a lot of it, I guess. I watched a moon rise this week. Have you ever seen one? Have you ever seen the moon rise? I mean, is that is that a crazy thing to see? That's, I think so, well, because you never get to really see the moon because it's already risen when the sun's Where did you see a moon up. rise? On, on the horizon. What do you mean? I mean, where <laughs> oh, was that? Where were god. you? Oh my god. No, that has to, that has to be intentional. <laughs> no, it's like, he's talking about it being up in the sky. What do you mean? Yeah, in San Francisco I saw it. That was the question. Hey, did you see the, the, the giant wizard tower in San Francisco? One that just looks like a wizard hat? No. That's pretty funny. How was your trip to San Francisco? You took a cheeky little vacation. It was, it was lovely. Lovely tourney. Went on the Golden Gate Bridge and all that. Did all that. I you loved your photo of the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge. <laughs> he walked across. You walked across that thing. We ran across it. What does that mean? You ran. You that means I, I used my legs slightly faster than walking. <laughs> yeah, but why would, you do, why would you run? Were you doing it like for exercise? Or were you just like, yeah, we just thought, let's run it. Trying to get the fuck out of there. Someone chasing you? <laughs> no. did, you uh, did you go to Alcatraz? Yeah. Did a little periscope from Alcatraz Island. Did you go to full, the, the full house area? Yeah, you know, what's that? It's like uh, the little, the, the, the you know, the full house, like where it's like all the nice little. He may have never seen that TV show. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, no, I haven't. Yeah. Brit- <laughs> Plus, it's a shitty show. I, so I, I, never, I never got excited. You excited about Full House? It was always dumb. It was always to me in my mind, even as a kid, it was like the worst night of television. Remember they branded it as like TGIF? Yeah, and it was all like all of those <laughs> stupid, the, awful shows. What was the show that had the animatronic cat that was just? The worst technology. About Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Was that it? Uh. You had a black, like, animatronic cat? Salem know? the Cat was awesome. Uh, fucking awful. <laughs> Fuck, that thing was terrible. It I was bought bad. it. I mean, I didn't buy it. I didn't bought a fake cat. Animatronic. No, it. I didn't purchase the cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait. 
Oh, you bought. Okay. He believed it. Yeah. God, we can't understand each other for, we're, for we're shit lost. today. Congress. Here, let me. Uh, let me. Let me read this. No. Why don't uh, you say no to that? No, you can't. Okay. I want to remind everyone: this episode <laughs> of the podcast is also brought to you by Movement Watches. Rich Teeth. We team up with brands that are trying to do something new. We love innovation and companies that are changing the industries they're in. Uh, so when Movement introduced themselves and sent over some watches. Uh, we're all really impressed. Right now, I'm wearing the 40 Rose Gold with natural leather. Uh, company started with two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. They did some research and found out that big watch brands were passing huge retail markups onto the consumer. Movement decided that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and provide the best possible price. Movement watches started just 95 bucks At a department store, you're looking at four dollars to $500. Movement has grown organically purely by supporters like you. So join more than 1 million social media followers and get a Movement watch today. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash rooster. They'll give you 15% off your entire purchase. It's mvmtwatches.com slash rooster. Thank you to Movement Watches for keeping us on time with this podcast. Um, I also wanted to um, mention and bring up our first runner-up, if I could, for the Pizza Hut contest. Go for it. It is... Austin Tao. What was the answer? Royal Gamer Zero. Can I not tell you what the sequel? I'll, I'll wait until after I, I pick my last person. Oh, okay. So there's still you can there's still enter. Yeah. Speaking of, can I grab pizza right now? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So it's, we, Blade and I went out the other day to record that binaural podcast for Game of Thrones, and it was me and Ash and John and Blaine. And Blaine drinks chocolate milk when he goes out. Does that strike you as strange? Yeah. No. Like, he just got done with a workout, and he's, like, loading up with chocolate milk. Oh, it's for fitness? I was like, I just thought you were, like, a six-year-old. Yeah, but fit, even if it's for fitness, does that make sense to you? That he would drink chocolate milk for fitness? Obviously, he like, knows more about fitness than I do, so no, I'm not going to question it. If you're going to eat, eat away from the mic. You just pull the mic closer to you <laughs> as you take a bite. He's fine. What he kind of amateur hour bullshit is this? Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, guys. Somebody at our – we did an Amazing Race podcast. Oh. We recorded one uh, today. It'll air – Ash, it'll air Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Um and one of the questions we got on the Amazing Race podcast was, what are some other teams at Rooster Teeth that you would like to see run the race? And so we went through a lot of people. We actually, we didn't say, I don't think we said on the podcast, we thought you and Esther would make a great team. Oh, yeah, of course. But we talked about Gavin and Michael, that they would just like, they would be incredibly entertaining, but that they would be out by like the third leg and they'd be just screaming at each other. Well, Michael would be screaming at Gavin the whole time. And then we said, you and Jeff would challenge the notion that male-male teams are athletically superior to all the other teams. <laughs> also, we wondered, could you go 30 days without booze? That's a good question. Oh, I did 14 recently, and that would was that, hard. Would, would that affect you on a physical level at this point? I did 14. I think I could make 30. You think you could make 30? Did, yeah. you, did it physically affect you to do 14? Was that a fun two weeks? Uh, I wasn't sick or anything. I didn't have like withdrawal. But, you didn't have, uh, what do they call them, DTs? The or shakes. Whatever? No, I didn't have any of that. I was good. I'm good. I'm still young. I'm still hip. <clears throat> And then we thought, uh, we thought. Could you take? Could I take a flask with me? No. God, <laughs> that'd be the hard part, like having to try to talk to people and not be <laughs> drunk. Say, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine to not. Right, go you can't alcohol. take. You can't take. You wouldn't be able to take booze with you, right, Ash? I mean, you can buy. You it can buy day. it. Oh, yeah, but you have to That's spend it. your money on it. Your leg money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I could go 30 days without alcohol. I could bring alcohol, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm, so thinking, about, I bring a I'm thinking about having to talk to people. You're making me want to take a drink now. You'd go into businesses with, like, hand sanitizer and be like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so not to tease or anything, but you will have to watch the Amazing Race podcast that we recorded to find out who we thought would make the best team for the Amazing Race. Mm. Besides, of course, Ashley and me. Which, by the way, we're down to the last three episodes of that show, I, I, and we're I still going say, strong. I'm, 
I'm impressed. Thanks, brother. I did not have faith in you guys. Yeah. Early on. You were, well, we, what did you think we were going to go at? First uh, week? No, no, no. I didn't think first week. I thought, you know, best case scenario in my head was maybe by week four. Yeah. It's, it's wow. What I, was what I thought would be good. And you have really, That was your best case? Yeah. Oof. It's really crazy to see those promos and it's like... There's, I mean, it's like just five teams now mm-hmm. that are in it, and that's it. It's just like every every week. Did you now, save all of your funniest stuff for the last few weeks, so you knew they'd probably air it? I think a lot more <laughs> of our personalities coming out as as we got further into the race. Yeah, yeah. I I say every well, the interesting thing is as as the teams whittle down every week, you get more and more screen time, right? Because there's less people to cut to. Mm-hmm. And I think Ashley and I this time we were like the jokers of this last episode, you know. But uh, but we. Spoiler, we came in second. That's our fourth second in a row that we've gotten. Hmm. So I, I thought it was going to be a bigger deal about you guys knowing that Kurt and Brody had used their express, express pass because they kind of played it up a bit yes. early in that episode. and then well, We had that information. Yeah. And then it just kind of, it seemed like it, it kind of went away partway through the episode. Well, tune in this week. Who knows? Oh. It's a crazy <laughs> week. Okay. The preview shows that we are staying in Bali for another, uh, another uh, episode, another that, leg. That location looked beautiful. Or the temple where you had to oh, take that was the, the, the fruit to one Tana lot. group and then the, the snake to the other. I was like, that. it looked unreal. It looked out of this world. And we slept out there. It started a really interesting experience with that where we <clears> left the Bali airport, ran out, jumped in cabs, and then it was a 40-minute ride out to Tana lot. And then we had to pull those little numbers off of the hours of operation board. Ashley and I got third place. So we were in the second group with uh, Tyler and Corey. And... Uh, then we slept outside under like an outdoor pavilion that night. Um, and while we were there, these two locals walked up and they were Rushi fans. And so they knew we were on it by that point. So they just waited at the airport all day. When they saw us run by, they just followed us out to Tantalot and we took photos together. I actually have like a selfie of them. I don't have it here, but I'll post it on Twitter. Weird. So like, did they get in a car or a cab and they were like, follow that cab? I guess so. Huh. Yeah. What cab driver does that? But, uh, I don't know. It's probably the dream come true for a cab driver. Somebody jumps <laughs> like, in a yeah. movie. Follow that cab. Follow that car. So that Follow that cool. Uber. That was pretty cool. Oh, dude. So uh, dude. They were nice guys. I was on the way to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Had a go around. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Was it was... What'd you fly? I flew Delta. Oh, really? It was the earliest I've ever seen it happen. Like Usually when I think of a go around, I think, well, they were like approaching the runway or like on the runway even. Did you fly Delta to see yourself in the safety video? No. Do you I get free flights on Delta because of that? I, I saw you tweet about it. That was a free flight. I, the, um, oh, sorry. Is that, they gave you a free flight? What? So are you like an employee now of Delta that gets like that benefit of free flights? You want some flights? Because I can't get them for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were coming in. We were on our approach. Descending. Landing, That's a good deal. Landing gear wasn't out, right? And then all of a sudden, the plane violently turned like over 45 degrees to the right. What? Whoa. And like... Stuff was flying out of the backs of seats like, with that much force. And like the flight attendant's ponytail was like, whew, and then it flew back. And then we like braked in the air. Like, I've never been flung forward in my seat in the air. Like, I've had it on the runway right. and I brake hard, but I guess they just like down throttled really hard. And then uh, we sped up again and we just went around. But we were really high and they, they just said that we like hit the wake of a massive jet. It, like, sound, it sounds like you got too close. Yeah. And we just. Missed it, but miles back. So we just went all the way around again. And came You're not out. advertising yeah. so for them did, very well. They did tell you, like what it was that caused that, and they said uh, it was... the flight attendant. She didn't announce it, but she was like, "We were up in the front." So we like, "Have you ever what had that before?" Ca- what do they call that? That's a trail, some kind of like chemtrail. The wake, 
Just a, yeah. yeah. So it's like the air is thinner in the wake of a jet. Yeah. It basically just like it felt like it just knocked the plane over, and then yeah. the pilot like fought it back. Sure. It almost, it almost, and it was terrifying. The way you're describing it almost sounds like maybe a, the an alarm went off or a collision <laughs> alarm, because planes will. They move in a very specific direction. I don't know what it is, but I think it's like down and to the right or up and to the right. It's yeah, down to the right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this recently. Yeah, so it's like so they but all move in the same direction. So they move away from each other. So that was all scary. The turn oh. was scary. The hmm. braking was scary, and the accelerating again was scary. The scariest part of all was being in first class, being able to hear the cockpit alarms. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. That was scary. What was? What did you hear? Just beeps and like. Beeps, you're like, like oh, no, I didn't hear any of that. Like the, the pilots were just solid, didn't say anything, but you could hear everything. Yeah. The the cockpit was saying. Here's and the alarm you never want to hear. Like, come out of a cockpit is the female voice saying, "Pull, pull up, pull yeah. up." Yeah, oh, that is shit. always like that is a horror story. Yeah, because it's <laughs> usually like a plane's in bad trouble and they're like, "I'm pulling up, lady, come on." Really, that's scary. So you got a free first class flight. Do you have a couple of these? So this is why you took your vacation with Turney. You guys said, we got free flights, I'm assuming, from your job. You don't want to talk about it? No, I can talk about it. They gave, because uh, I was in the safety video, um, we all tweeted it, and my tweet got the most retweets. So they were like, here's two, uh, two first-class flights within the U.S. Well, Damn. that's pretty fucking It was dope. awesome. And the only reason I would have we tweeted about it if you let me know. The only reason we went is because I had to use those tickets within the year, and I, like, I was coming up on that. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's go somewhere. Hey, so, I, I do want to say something while we're on the subject of tweeting, because we don't normally do this, but whenever we uh, tweet the Amazing Race, we use the hashtag Amazing Race so that people can follow along as we tweet, or they can mute the hashtag if they don't want spoilers, or if they just don't want to fucking hear about it. Tyler and Corey, Tyler has like 5 billion Twitter followers. <laughs> Every week, they don't tweet the Amazing Race, they tweet their own team name, and that's it. They tweet uh, <coughs> Team Tyler and Corey. And so I just learned this. So they've been trending every week as themselves. Mm. So this week, Ashley and I are gonna we're gonna tweet with the hashtag Bernie and Ashley. And I would never normally ask this, but this is to defeat Tyler Oakley in a hashtag contest. I'm gonna ask people to tweet Bernie and Ashley. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> help you out. You gonna help me? I'm gonna help you out. I'll tweet. Well, that's nice, Gavin. Are you gonna help? <laughs> Do you think I won't? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm saying gonna... I'm just making a joke that yours is the one that matters more. Than <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! Fuck! I'm gonna tweet. Ashley and Bernie. I'm going to flip No, it. don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Can I tweet hashtag Brittany and the other model? <laughs> Dude, all I have to say is when we got in the gold bikinis. The other model. <laughs> when we got in the gold bikinis one, I knew like every dude who watches that show was like, they should have fucking helped those models at that <laughs> roadblock. God damn it. So when you were on your flight and your instructional video came up, was your reaction like, like looking around the plane, like does anybody recognize? No, it? I was posing for the camera because I took a never selfie of himself. So did anybody Nick like was taking a picture of me? Did anybody like? Was there like a guy like next to you and he's just watching the video and he looked over? No, nah, I assume nobody watches those, right? <laughs> I yeah, it's a good it. point. That's a really good point. You're the dude who we ignore when yeah. it comes on. Uh, the only note lady I know is the lady who does the American one. She looks like she might be Hawaiian. Do you know the lady I'm talking about? You don't fly American anymore. Not typically, no. Yeah, yeah. She oh. looks like there's one of their senior flight attendants, and she's awesome. She's got like this like super pristine, clear voice. There's this lady in the Qantas one. It's like, oh, it's because she sounds so Australian. Hot. Yeah. Who has the best safety videos aside from Delta? Obviously, because they included Gavin <laughs> and uh, other people from the internet. People which would, is actually really cool. It, I love when traditional yeah. companies do stuff like that. Air New Zealand. 
Air New Zealand by far has by the best. By far. That is like no contest. Because they did the Hobbit stuff. Well, even Everything. Before, before they did the Hobbit one, they did an entirely naked flight crew one. Yeah. What? <laughs> with body paint? Whoa. With body, yeah, with body paint to look like their, <laughs> like their uniforms. Yeah. I'd pay attention to that. Exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Virgin does not have the best one because they do like a fucking music video. Which makes me want to like look away. Like I want to like disobey the rules to the air airplane because <laughs> I fucking off. Yeah. Also, uh, Air New Zealand did a great Richard Simmons one too. I think like, I've seen that one. Oh, I fucking loved it. I I just loved it. British Airways one does a really boring one. I read it's a flash re- animation. I read a really weird article about Richard Simmons about how get RTA to do no it. one has seen him. Like his personal friends haven't seen him in years. Is it because he cries all the time? It, it's like his housekeeper and his manager are like. This is all allegedly, there's a story I read about it, where they're like controlling his life and who has access to him or doesn't. It's, Weird. Like a friend saw him and was said, like directly asked him, Richard, are you, do you need help? Are you in prison here? And he said, yes. And then that, but nobody can like get to him. Didn't he do like a Geico commercial fairly recently? Like, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up this thing. House. <laughs> Maybe. And of course, then the people responding are like, either you're, these people are idiots. He's perfectly fine. He's happy. He just is enjoying his retirement. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking that up, I want to say that the uh, second runner-up for our feed contest, for the contest with the feed, is Austin Sherwood, uh, at Austin Sherwood Zero. Last guy called Austin? You are runner-up number two, huh? What was the name of the first guy? What was the name of the first guy? I'll have it right here. Uh, it was also Austin. All right. If your name's Austin, you're in it for a good shot. That's though. a total coincidence. <laughs> that, is, that is not intentional. I randomly pick one uh, using the, the hashtag. Good memory. What did you get there? What is that? This is a Lego cover? No, for- no, no. <laughs> this? No, in front of that. Dude, I don't you're pointing at a table <laughs> with like five things on it. Actually, what is that? But first, what is the thing that the you're iPad? No, the koozie? Oh, the Yeti cooler for my beer? That's the thing I've been cool. drinking out of for the past fucking hour? Yeah. Hey, what's that? The thing what? in your in your left hand. Stop pointing at things. The left hand. I'm being specific. Would, I, honestly, <laughs> I thought you were trying to segue to the flowers. Oh no. But what is that? I, I do have to read something about them, but it's a bottle opener. You open the bottle, and then uh, there's it? a magnet that holds it, and then you push the button, and it shoots it. Hey. You want to try it out? Yeah, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, read this real quick first. Okay, go for it. So the That's New York Daily News uh, talks about The Haunted Twilight of Richard Simmons is the name of the article. Two, and this is the publication date is March 12, 2016. Two years ago, the flamboyant fitness guru abruptly disappeared from public life. Now, his closest friends banished from his inner circle, have grown increasingly concerned. They worry that the pop culture icon is being held against his will inside his Hollywood Hills mansion, with one suggesting more sinister notions are at play. And I'm sure, this being the New York Daily News, I'm sure there will be many people who tell me how that is not a reliable source. Nonetheless, it's an interesting article. And it's about Richard Simmons. So, yep. was, I, thought, I just thought it was like, I mean... That was, is interesting. I, I just, like, I could see how, like, somebody could, like, take advantage of someone as they get older, mm-hmm. too. And it's just like, that concerns me. Yeah. Um, shit. Richard Simmons, New York Daily News. What are you doing? That's making me think about something. You want oh, a trap oh, in your oh, house? I, I know what I'm That's your dream <laughs> come true. Um, people, people are currently tweeting uh, Team Bernie and Ashley. Don't do it now. You may want to qualify. <laughs> Don't do it now. Don't do it Apparently, now. there's a lot of dumb people. Oh, sorry. I meant, I meant, no, no, I didn't, I wasn't clear. You're, you people, <laughs> listen, you people who are tweeting right now, you are God's people. I love you. That's a great idea. Get the practice in while you can. I meant during the episode. So, so, what? Oh, shit. This is embarrassing. So is hashtag Bernie and Ashley. <laughs> okay, look, let's do this over There's again. There's like 40 <laughs> hashtags right now. This is why Tyler, Tyler, Tyler is so good at this. Can we get a graphic? This is why Tyler, Tyler is so good at this and trends every week is because he knows what he's fucking doing. 
Yeah, we're just going to hashtag Bernie and Ashley, but we're going to do it during the show. This was just a fake dry run. Uh, and that is the East Coast at 8 p.m. East Coast, 7 p.m. Central. Ashley and I will be on uh, this, this live tweet on uh, Twitter this week during that broadcast. Okay, Ash? So that's and, when yeah, we'll do it. What if day? they follow you on Twitter, they'll and, see when you start. And I'll be hashtagging that's when they should start. Bernie and Ashley. Forget anything else I said. Bernie and Ashley. That's, ha- that's what we're doing. Hashtag All spelled Bernie out. A-N-D. And- there it is. Oh, that's it. You got it. Bernie and Ashley. Thank you for the graphic. Do we need to capitalize? It is capitalized. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. doesn't matter. Like, that's fine. Do so you- let, me, let me read this before okay. we get to your thing. So everybody get ready. All right. It's war. Well, I want to remind everyone, this episode nice of the shot. podcast is also brought to you by ProFlowers. Mom has, always, mom has always been an expert on everything. Cooking, relationship advice, fixing your cuts and bruises. Uh, the one thing you can't go to her for advice on is what to get her for Mother's Day. Not to worry, you'll look like an expert on Mother's Day when you use Pro Flowers. Get mom 100 blooms with a free glass vase for $19.99 plus shipping and handling, or make her day extra special. Upgrade to a premium vase and add gourmet chocolates for just $9.99 more. Go to proflowers.com today and use code TEETH. Ow. Pro Flowers takes the guesswork out of sending mom, grandma, or wife the perfect Mother's Day gift. You can't beat the price and convenience. Pro Flowers takes care of the details. Here's the only way to get 100 blooms with a free glass vase starting at just $19.99. Visit proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, and type in teeth. That's proflowers. Click on the microphone, type in teeth. Remember, Mother's Day is next week or today. This offer expires Friday at midnight. I'm really glad we have this ad because I always order for my mother, and I have forgotten to do it so far. So I will definitely be ordering uh, Pro Flowers. Even before they were a sponsor on the podcast, I always use the service. Big fan of what Pro Flowers does. Do elephants mm-hmm. have nipples? I would assume so. They're mammals. Mammals. So a baby elephant can actually chew on a nipple without its, like, or does it use its trunk? I assume it doesn't use its trunk. Trunk's the nose. Yeah. But you know, sometimes they suck up water from a, a pond or something. And oh, in the nipple. In the nipple. In the nipple. I've just I've never seen a breastfeeding elephant. Looking this up, I'm just wondering how it works. I got it right here for you. So Simmons went on record as saying he is not oh. being held against his will. Oh, he actually said it outright. He called the Today Show and he said, "I just sort of <laughs> wanted to be a little bit of a loner for a little while." <laughs> Look at that image. I can I can what? relate to that. What is that? Is that a nipple? It's an elephant nipple. That's sizable. That's awesome. That looks like my scrotum. <laughs> Do you have bumps on your scrotum like that, Lane? You know, I mean, I'm not worried about what your scrotum looks folds? like. I'm wondering what the bottom of like your legs look like, if that's the case. Because that's like, <laughs> look at that skin and everything. That looks like an enemy you'd fight in Dark Souls. <laughs> or it looks like that's horrifying. They call it an emergence hall. It looks like this war. week's episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a bad, bad time. You uh, guys are ages. So, that's so, fine. so Richard Simmons is good. Did you say that with a gun to his head? Was this was this like a live like no, public event? No, called in. Did it have the gun called emoji? In? Yeah, I call bullshit. Just wanted to be alone for a little. Uh, just wanted. Just, sorry, I'll go for the quote. I just sort of wanted to be a little bit of a loner for a little while. Simmons said, "You know, I had hurt my knee. I lost my thing. I had hurt my knee, and I had some problems with it. And then the other knee started giving me trouble because I've taught like thousands and thousands of classes. And you know, right now I just want to sort of take care of me." And he called the allegations about his housekeeper ridiculous, said they've been together for 30 years, they're like a married couple. So hmm. he went on record as saying, BS, fuck off Daily News. So and that, that's, that was in March, both of those things happened. I just, you know, it's, it just goes to show. You always read the story, you never read the retraction of the follow-up. You yep, know what I mean? It's, it's, you don't realize, like, that big story that goes viral, there might be a total correction that comes the next day. Nobody fucking hears that. Mm-hmm. 
Always the case. I, I didn't hear that Richard Simmons had made a statement. But I'm glad I brought it up because now I don't there have to don't. worry about Richard Simmons anymore. Jerry watched that, and I'm not trying to get into this whole thing, but the Loose Change documentary on uh, 9-11. Yeah. So there is was... That, that is not Alex Jones, is it? No, I don't think so. Okay. So there's <laughs> a bit where apparently a guy was able to get signal on the plane and then call his mom. And then they went into this whole investigation about how there was, like, this government thing where they were researching, like, voice mimicking technology. And when he called his mom, he was like hey, this is Blaine Gibson. Like, he said his full name, and they, like, went into all this whole thing, and they were listening to the conversation. It was, like, really weird. Uh, well, I mean, you probably where saw Where did that story go? Where did that come from? Well, because, is... is... like, I bet Richard Simmons, you know, might have been voice... Uh, uh, government was... No, no, I don't know. I was just... I thought it was related. I'm so sorry, Fuck. audience. I thought Blaine would be good. I don't know what's yeah. going on here. Maybe so, he had a gun to his head. But wouldn't you be... Wouldn't you sound different if you were... Uh, on a plane that was hijacked? I don't think I would say I'm Blaine Gibson, mom. Yeah. Let me sum up Blaine's story in just one sentence. Richard Simmons' cell phone 9-11. That's it. That was the whole fucking story. Wake up, sheeple! Wake up! <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought that Richard Simmons, such a nice man, caused 9-11 with a cell phone call to his mother? Allegedly. I would never imagine that. Um, so you were talking about the New York Daily News, right? Kind and of. I was talking about Richard Simmons. Um, and I, I saw a, a video earlier today on YouTube that was posted by the New York Post mm-hmm. back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And it was a video titled Urban Gold Miner. And it's about this dude who walks around the Diamond District in New York and he just like digs up the mud and oh, yeah, yeah. the stuff that gets stuck between sidewalks. Yeah, like and sidewalk like cracks. And cracks. And he just digs it up and he finds gems, diamonds, gold. gold. And so he like collects all of this mud. Then he takes it back to his apartment and he pans it like a like a prospector. Like a prospector, uh, he's an urban prospector. He oh, pans it and then, like sifts all of the gold out of it, and then it's like, oh look, you know, here's all the gold I found this week. Here's all the this a diamond I found, and so he's making buns of this. Like yeah, he said he said he made a you know like a couple thousand bucks a month. My dad is a football coach, and we used to go to the school in uh, Rockwall, Texas, and they had this giant gymnasium, and they had like one of these big uh, pits full of these like foam cubes that the gymnasts could practice on and they can fall in and you know wouldn't hurt them or anything like that so when i was a kid up there i dug to the bottom of the cube and this thing was like probably like 10 feet deep got all the way to the bottom and there was like watches rings money like all sorts of shit at the bottom of it so, oh, so you just gotta dive bones. to the bar yeah. <laughs> children dead kids um yeah, yeah i guess like a bull pit would be similar yeah no you find a lot of urine down there about urine. oh god come in a ball pit gavin really who's coming in a like, ball pit I mean, you know someone's done it. In a ball Maybe. Pit? That's not sexual at all. I don't, that does not arouse me. Maybe no. not for you. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. what was that, what's that convention? DashCon. Uh, oh! What's it called? DashCon. Dash we you going? Yeah, let's go. I don't think they had it. Blaine and I still want to go to DashCon. Yeah. yeah. You were no, supposed no, to do the... Nobody's had it since. By the way, <laughs> you see your favorite award show, which is sitting right next to you on the the table there? The Podcast Awards now has a GoFundMe account. I saw that. Yeah, that's a little rough. Oh, that's a little rough. We should probably just put these away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They're going to be collector's items soon. <laughs> they, they, I think they've raised, they're trying to raise $25,000. I think that is correct. And they've raised, in 30 days, they've raised $1,200. <laughs> yeah, but what's in it for anyone else? Well, just charge what's, an entry fee for the goddamn podcast. They do, they pe- do now. They do? Okay, yeah. there you go. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Is, is the podcast dying as a format? No, I just think that, well... We're very happy with our awards. Let's put that, let's say that. <laughs> very happy with our awards. But so go help the podcast awards and donate, you know, a buck or two and help them out. So we can win. That'll the apparently end. move the needle. So in every city, do you think there's one of these gold digger 
Cub guys? Well, I think it might be a special case scenario in, in like for this instance. Because he says he specifically targets the Diamond District because that's like people are you know like are more likely to have loose stones that they're willing they're going to take somewhere to sell mm. or they're carrying loose stones out of a place and they're willing to drop or they might drop it or it's if crazy. there's like a jeweler who's working all day on jewelry maybe he has gold dust on him or on the bottom of his shoes and it gets stuck outside this guy's got to look fucking crazy like digging I'm, up on the it streets. looks gross like you think about yeah being on the sidewalk in New York and he's got like a little you know tool that he uses to like scrape out oh, all of the mud so and impacted. putting it into a cup and just like carrying around like your mud cup. I'd like to oh. imagine that the guy dresses like an old timey prospector. He's got a pitchfork and everything. He's like, all right. You Prospectors know. carry pitchforks. I mean, yeah, are you even legally allowed to do don't that? They? Yeah, they do. What is a prospector doing with a pitchfork? What is a pitchfork playing? Is he bailing hay Pro- out there? What's he doing with the pitchfork? Oh, oh, fuck. Uh, the, <laughs> a pickaxe. Pickaxe. <laughs> I was, I got the first two gotcha. letters right. I gotcha. I would have let it go. Gus wanted to talk about it. I, thought, I, just, I, I just pictured I was a, with a prospector with his hat going yeehaw and then having like a pitchfork. I was like, it doesn't make sense. It's fucking the worst 49er in the world. He's up there with a fucking like, pitchfork. Bill, we keep telling you, not the pitchfork. This dude that just the dig pickaxe. four small holes all the time. Who is this fucker? <laughs> so I need something to work on, Gus. I need, a, I need a set of guidelines because one thing that happens to me after the podcast, I get on Twitter after the podcast, usually... Do you read the hashtag after? It, no, it's usually, though, during the week, like when Wednesday when the podcast hits the public. And there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast, and we talk about a lot of things, and we have, you know, a decent batting average, but still we miss sometimes on, like, facts and things like that. The problem is no. people correct us on every single thing we say. And it's not everybody, obviously, yeah. but out of the entire podcast, there's always a handful of people constantly correcting me. Not the same people, of course, mm-hmm. but, like, this, like, constant... Uh, information that I'm incorrect, and I'm like, oh shit! Whenever I hear someone tells me that I'm incorrect on Twitter, I always go look it up, and then I find out most of the time that I'm correct. And, <laughs> and it, it's like, but then the person's like, I'm like, I, like I, this week, what happened was I. This was a tweet I made. I said HBO Now is now available for the Xbox One. It just came available this week. <coughs> I thought people would want to know about that for Game of Thrones because they can watch HBO Now on their Xbox. That's how I watched it. Guy comes back to me, goes, No, nah, it's been out for over a year, and I'm like. What? I just read an article that was this week, so I went and looked up the article. He's still on HBO Go. And I sent it to him, and he's like, he's like, nope, I've been using that for a year to watch all my HBO stuff. And then finally he came back and he goes, oh, I, I mixed up. Sorry, it was HBO Go versus HBO Now. But it's like, and that is not, that's a blameless thing. I mean, the guy's like, I thought you were talking about HBO Go. You were talking about HBO Now. No big. The problem is, is that I always find myself like getting involved with these conversations and looking this shit up. And it's like, <laughs> should I just ignore that completely or should i say like i'm only gonna look stuff up if like four or five people tell me that i'm wrong or am i encouraging <laughs> am i encouraging more people to tell me that i'm wrong all the time people tell us we're wrong all the just fucking time. imagine don't you're always it. right just don't ever be wrong that's what you guys do right you yeah. guys don't read this stuff or you don't care no i mean i'll glance through it i, I just don't care enough to actually look it up but like when i go to send a email and i'm gonna send a link or like if i'm gonna tweet a youtube link I will copy the link, then I'll open a browser, double check it, paste the link to make sure I'm not pasting anything that's wrong. I'll even open a private browser window to paste it in to make sure I'm not logged into anything that gives me special access to watch it. And nice. I just I double mm. che- I double check that stuff, and it's like most people just don't bother; they just don't check anything at all. So somebody came at me about the traveling gnome this week, where I said that the Travelocity traveling gnome and the Half Life one is based on an old urban legend or a prank that people used to do before the internet, where they would steal people's garden gnomes, take them on holiday, and then send the person Polaroids 
of their garden gnome on vacation. That's where all that started. That's fucking awesome. Somebody came back to me and goes, no, it's the movie Amelie. That was the first time. <laughs> the movie Amelie. I literally just go to Wikipedia, look up traveling gnome, comes up, I send it to the person. They're like, oh, that's cool. I thought it was Amelie. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. It's but that's like, not down to you to have to just let it go. Just let it happen. But they're correcting me. They're like, no, but no, no. You, you know, know you're right. Yeah, I know, but it's like. But you were right. But I could be wrong because there's a lot of times we're wrong about stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, did I tell people the wrong answer? I gotta, I gotta correct that. And so I go look it up. It's like, no, nope, I'm fine. It's, no, it's, it's, I don't know. It's frustrating. I need a guideline. I don't it's know what it is. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna tell me I'm wrong, that's fine because we're wrong about a lot of stuff. Just, just be do right. a Google check. That's it. Whatever, just do a Google check. Whenever there's Star Wars news, even if your brother or your fucking third grade teacher told you this information, so you know it's true, check Google because your third grade teacher. She's a fucking cunt, okay? All right, sorry, Blank, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes the no will do Star Wars stories whenever big Star Wars news, and they'll come and grab me because I'm like the resident Star Wars guy, and I almost don't want to do them anymore. Just use Google. Because every time I go, <laughs> because every time I do a read, of all the information and knowledge that I pour into that read, there's one bit that I might get wrong or slightly skew, and everybody will fucking jump on me for that, and they'll be like, he's not a real Star Wars I know. fan. Well, you only have to say Yavin once. Instead of yeah, who man. fucking cares? It's a Star Wars fan would care, but I, it's like that's how I've read it, and that's, that's how I've seen it in the in the media for always. And I Yavin, I don't say Yavin. I I wouldn't correct somebody on pronunciation if I said the wrong planet. But that's the kind of thing you should be corrected on because we do make mistakes. I'm not saying we don't make mistakes. We make mistakes, and we should nah. be called on those. I just want people to check. They have Google. We're talking off the top of our heads but for an hour and a half here. They have Google. Just check it. Just you're right there. The correct planet. But if bro. you if you called him Luke Skywalker, you would be like you saw someone glad. You'd be annoyed, wouldn't you? Bernie like, almost spit take. It was so close. You almost spit. <laughs> you might have got me there. That was the Yavin thing. That's what you were getting at, right? For that. Yeah, dude. Speaking well, of an example where you were wrong. Speaking of pricks on the internet, um, um, people who are really into musical instruments can be pricks. I put up a video hitting a drum. It was a slow-mo hitting a drum of powder paint, made a cymbal. And so many of the comments are from musicians who were like, Hit wrong. Uh, the cymbal's upside down, geniuses. And it's like, I mean, we weren't <laughs> trying to play a show. I put the cymbal that way because it has a lip that held the paint. Right. Like, do you not see what I'm doing there? I didn't play the drum correctly either, I'm, I'm sure. I was like, what do you think I'm trying to do? It would probably look terrible if you put it the right way. It would oh just all God. slide right off. Yeah. So many comments, you wouldn't believe it. They were just like, no, I really got At some me. point, they're trolling you, right? At some point, they ah, know. Dude. And People they're just get like, really into their equipment. And like, if they're, if they're deep into a genre and then there's two idiots online who don't know what they're doing, they'll just be all over you. Yeah, but you, like you said, you weren't playing a show. No. You weren't looking for the optimal sound or anything. Yeah, look at any video. I've never used, you know, a microwave correctly. I've always blown them up. What do you want from me? You don't know how to use a CD, right? You fucking shattered that thing. thing. Don't put a CD in the microwave, (laughs) dummy. (laughs) God damn it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Okay, one more thing to read here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Sherry's Berries. There's no one quite like mom. Every mom is unique, and we wouldn't want to change a thing. With Mother's Day just around the corner, I have a great way to show mom how much you appreciate her. Surprise mom with something unexpected and as unique as she is, Sherry's Berries. Right now, get Sherry's Berries freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 plus shipping or double the berries for just $10 more. It's an exclusive offer for our listeners. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and type in code TEETH. Berries are dipped in milk, white, and dark chocolatey goodness. They're topped with rich chocolate chips, chopped nuts, and signature swizzles. You pick the delivery date you want, and it's guaranteed. Customer satisfaction is always guaranteed or your money back. It's a win-win. 
Here's the only way to get this amazing deal. Freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 or double the berries for just $10 more. Ex- exclusive offer for our listeners when you use code TEETH. Visit B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type TEETH. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, type in code TEETH. It's a limited time offer. Mother's Day is next week, so make sure you order now. In the U.S. In the U.S. Thank you, Gavin. Let me, this is let, an, okay. Let me tell you the secret of buying <laughs> Sherry's Berries. Here's why you buy Sherry's Berries. You get those, they come, nobody can eat all of them. So you will get some, and that's worth it. And you will seem like a hero, but you'll just be happy to be there when they're like, oh, I can't even finish these. Here, I have one of these fucking awesome strawberries. That's a good, yeah. that's an excellent point. I that's right, see? That way. That's what I think. You're smart. You're a visionary. I'm also, st- I'm also staring down one of those buffalo wings over there. I want it. Go get it. Did you know I ate before this? I didn't. I ate right. several times today. <laughs> Last week, after the uh, after the podcast, I, we destroyed those wings. We had because <laughs> we took the food away. We weren't like blame. We didn't go chasing it. We had we had a, we, so we do lunch for all the employees on Monday, and today Uh-oh. was like a scene out of Oliver Twist. What Somehow, happened? the people who went, you know, it's two hundred people that work here now. Which you got to be kidding. Do me. you think we could be lying, like to the do you think the audience believes that? That there's 200 people that work It is here? not. Actually, it's not 200. It's 197. Okay. So those three assholes that didn't show up for work today made us liars. But um, <laughs> the uh, so we had this. It was some kind of curry today. Did you have it? Anybody else have it today? I'm I'm actually, I'll tell you about it later. It was pita bread. <laughs> yeah, really? It was pita bread and curry. But like by the time we got three quarters of the way through, everyone had just eaten all the meat out of it. And so it was just like curry sauce. Some people were taking curry sauce and putting it on pitas and eating that. <laughs> oh, and, man. and it was just like, it was this really sad scene. It, it was, was a really sad chicken scene. Chicken korma and chicken tikka masala. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I don't really eat. Good. I don't eat. Whenever Rishi feeds us, I don't eat it. Yeah, I've never had it either. It was it's, so the good. The fucking line is ridiculous. I had never big. seen that line because normally, you know, we have our uh, we have management meeting. meeting right yeah, you, guys, you get to pass So it. we, you know, we eat first because we have to go run to our meeting. How do you feel about that? I feel bad about it now. Yeah. Like uh, well, the other day, was it last week? I had forgotten something I needed for the meeting in my office. So I had to run back and I came back past the line and it went from, you know, where they set up the tables all the way back almost to my office. Wow. And I was like, holy fuck. That's like 50 yards or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Just not it's worth it. it's, it's just so many people. It's a lot of people. And I felt like a huge piece of it shit. Needs to be Did like, you jump the line? We're right because yeah. I, I, I never saw the line before. Yeah. It should be wrapped into tinfoil and just like flung out. It is a free lunch though. I mean, you don't have to. No, no I mean, I I free lunch. What does that mean? It's a quote. It's a famous quote. Well, we did pay for the lunch. I mean, Someone paid for it. <laughs> somebody paid for the lunch. But uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, um, the, the lunch today was just like, it was so sad watching those. La- and I was one of those people eating, like, I had a pita and I had a little bit of tiki masala sauce or whatever it's called on there. And I, I don't typically eat Indian food traditionally. It's like the last cuisine that I tried. Like, what, for you guys, what's the last thing you try? Indian like, food. Is Indian food, right? Yeah. Sushi. Sushi was the last one for you? Love it. Might be Indian food. I still haven't eaten Ethiopian food, I don't think. Oh, Ethiopian uh, food's good. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, it, it, there's Indian a place not is... too far from here, off of, right off of 35, like 35 and 32nd or so. Yeah. It's really good. Is there, okay, am I a food racist? <laughs> Go on. I love Indian people. I hate that food. Am What's I a food racist? Yeah, for humor purposes, yes. No, I don't think so. Though. Okay. Do you think you have a taste? Do you think burgers are the supreme food? No, pizza. Supreme food <laughs> is that like a white person food? Is a burger? What's the whitest? What is the whitest food, Gus? Mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you all eat, right? You know, actually, when I was in <laughs> college, when I was in college with Matt, he ate one of the grossest things on a regular basis that I could ever imagine. I don't like tomatoes. 
he would eat a tomato sandwich. It was just a white white bread, a slice of tomato with mayonnaise and pepper on it, and that was his sandwich. That, that, that is what good. that is horrifying. I had that once on a flight. I think out of England. Yeah, oh, no, no, it was, had, it was in Australia. Had, you probably had cheese and tomato. There was cheese and tomato. Yeah, that's a common sandwich. That's some good stuff. He also puts cheese on apple pie. Okay. Something's wrong with that, right? The hell's wrong with there's that? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of regions in the country where that's actually a thing. But that's, if Hollum's doing it, it's it's sickness. I feel like <laughs> they pair well together. It's like you get a little cheese and you get something sweet. But yeah. you're not supposed to. And then when I melt it on there. Oh, little piece of cheddar cheese. It's like when nacho I was a kid, pie. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to get sometimes in my packed lunch, I'd get a cheese and tomato sandwich. But my mum would leave the tomatoes whole for me to cut up at school and put in the sandwich because she knew I didn't like wet bread. Really? Aww. That's really sweet. Did yeah. she put a knife in there too so you could stab the other kids? We went to very different schools. <laughs> If I if there was a knife at the school I went to, Did, all bets uh, were off. Did you ever post that video when we took a plane ride to Sweden and Gavin convinced <laughs> me, I think I got a cheese and tomato sandwich on the plane and it was about, you know, it was like a small submarine size sandwich, so about that it. big. And he convinced me to eat the entire thing in one bite. And like like literally put the Holy whole thing crap. I almost died. I almost choked. <laughs> And JD was and like JD. five. He's like right there because we were taking uh, JD to visit Notch for Minecraft. I'm gonna and, try and find that video. And I'm just like hacking, like trying to get this thing down. What month of 2010 was that? That would have been. I can tell you exactly when that was. That was July of 2011. 2011. It was? What do you do when you start choking on food? I choke on food probably once or twice a month. Do you find you choke on the <laughs> really? same foods? Like if there's if I say what's a food you eat that you will always choke on? Is there a food? It's a, so, normally like bready type food, probably like a hamburger. What do you mean bready? Just bread. Like there's bread on. Okay, gotcha. Food, food with bread. <laughs> Sandwiches. Bread like food. Sandwiches. <laughs> it's it's in the bread milieu. Yeah. Food. What do you do though? When you're, when Mine I'm, is seaweed. When I'm eating seaweed with a pitchfork, I I will choke on that every time I fucking eat it. <laughs> every time it rolls with the seaweed, right? It's like it like. Half of it goes down my throat, and the other half is like holding on for dear life you, by the tongue. What do you do? I go like that. So uh, that's what I'm. I first I have the horrible feeling of panic. Yeah, and then I like like kind of hork it back up. But I'm in a sushi place, so it's nice. So it's like oh. yeah, exactly. Like a seagull. <laughs> Whenever that happens, I've lost that fear. I used to get that all the time. Where I'd be like, you know, like freaking yeah. out, and now I'm just like. And I look for the closest drink, and sometimes I have to run into my kitchen, and I drink it down, and then it goes down, like, immediately. It's really weird. So you get bread stuck in your throat. Yes. I think I'm going to die someday from choking on food. I think that that's the way that I'll go. Maybe you're getting immune to it. Do we not have Apple TV today? Yeah, it's right there. Or you uh, make sure you're on the right network. Ah, uh, what network is it on? Uh, it's on, uh, if you connect to the, not the guest one, but the other one. It should be there. Um, oh, it's so nice. So I was going out to Sweden to visit Notch, and I invited Young Gavin Freak, because he lived in London. I said, hey, why don't I meet you in London? We'll fly with us. We'll go out there. London. Oh, I don't have it. I have to, I have to switch because of that email. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of effort to find this video. So there it is. I typed it down there at the yeah, bottom. Yeah. So what? I do want to mention our final, our, our final person from the feed, our winner, is uh, Jenny Smileyface at Square Moms. That's not a real name. It's like a little C and a colon. Jenny. I want to change C. my name uh, to an emoji, like legally change I, to that. I, can you, I, like can you do that? But with a pile of poo? Just like this emoji. That one. <laughs> I, do, I, would change to. I do also want to mention that uh, apparently the, uh, an RT watch party, RT California, got the pizza this week. So hey. congrats to you guys. Who oh, got, wait, who got it? There they are. RT, Look at those. RT California. 
Oh man, that's nice. They're having a good they time. They're wearing a podcast shirt. So yeah, congratulations, guys. I think I've met one of those people. And uh, also, had a fun house poster behind them. What was yeah. that? They, they'll live. And uh, also wanted to mention the uh, the arcade that uh, we had 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 Galaga. Now that we've mentioned, oh there <coughs> it is. Now that we've mentioned the the winner, I can say that. Oh, do you want to answer the question? I'm going to say that Galaga was a sequel. Galaga to, was the sequel to the game Galaxian. That is correct. Look Not many that. people know that. And I think, in fact, I'm play, I might be playing Galaga. No, that. No, I'm not playing Galaga now. I think yeah. Jeremy's playing Galaga in, in oh, that really? picture. Uh, yeah, so not many people know that. And in fact, I think that they released a sequel to Galaga that was called Galaxian 3, but it confused people because people by that point knew the series as Galaga. Mm. Right. They just released Galaga for the Xbox One as well. Do you want to see this video? Which is weird because they used to release arcade games in huge bundles, and now on the Xbox One, they're going back and doing them like one at a time. Like right now, you can buy Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man... Uh, Dig Dug and Galaga, mm-hmm. and they each have like a thousand points Damn. for achievements. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. But some of the Galaga stuffs like outrageous. You have to get like stage thirty and get perfect mm. on that challenging stage. Like, boof, not doing that. Yeah. I, oh, couldn't, I, I haven't done that in like forty years. I'm not going to do it now. So do we have that? Oh, you disconnected. <laughs> I was about, I was about to throw it. Away. No, I got it. It's it right disappeared. Here. All right, we got that video of uh, Bernie eating the whole sandwich. You see JD, little JD, like in the side window there. Does the chicken Caesar salad challenge? We're jackass there. Sub. <laughs> Poor JD. <laughs> oh my god, that sandwich is way bigger than I thought it was. I think the, I think the bet was two bites, so that's one bite. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you let you can hop in one bite. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. So I gotta do that whole thing in one bite later. <laughs> I can't believe you agreed to do this. This seems <laughs> Look like at that face. Really, and I can't believe you're going back for the second bite so quickly. You still have so much in your mouth. Oh no, I'm gonna die here. This is me in the process of dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like thirty five thousand feet. So it was a tomato sandwich, tomato and cheese. No, it's chicken Caesar salad. Yeah, which I would Caesar. never order. That must that's, be like the only thing to get. That's pretty much it. All right. Yeah. And after that we went to Sweden and had a lovely time. Yeah, we, and we based on that coats. video, we figured out the pricing of Sweden based on sandwiches. Yeah, JD was awesome on that trip because we landed at the airport and he was hungry, so we bought him a sandwich. And the sandwich, do you remember how much it was, Gav? I want to say 60... 67, right? 67 kroner? kroner? Like right there. Yeah. And so that was our basis for how much a kroner was worth. We based it on that sandwich. <laughs> it's like so like dinner eight, was... Yeah. Dinner at a nice restaurant was three sandwiches. Yeah, so that's like, a that's cab was like two, two sandwiches and a half. <laughs> so or today, 67 kroner... Is eight twenty two. There you go. That's an airport sandwich. Yeah, eight twenty two. So That's let's see bad. if I can pull historical data. Here. Gus, there is a there is a story <laughs> oh, that I want to send holy to you. Crap, it's it's very different. Sorry, than, than it was before. What is it now? I mean, that look at that? the chart. <laughs> you went there, and mm-hmm. now it's here. So is it less worth less or more? It looks like less. Dollars doing well, man. Dollars doing real well. We go to Australia, you know, pretty regularly over the last ten years, and it's <laughs> like now it's like the dollar in Australia is like badass. I remember when the dollar in even in Canada was like for a while was like garbage, um, but now it's all like yeah, I have dollars a book. back, baby. I have a book about the Niagara Falls, and it's twenty U.S. and thirty Canadian. Twenty U.S. and thirty Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I was like, I must have been twelve mm-hmm. when I bought that book. Yeah, the, it was really it weird. I saw, uh, I went and watched a episode of The Walking Dead from season one. I oh, mean, I'm just such a big fan of that fucking show. I gotta find somebody else at the company who's as big a fan of as Walking Dead besides one, Yvonne. I'm one season behind. So we can do you don't want to talk to Yvonne about it? A binaural thing. Well, I, would put, I would put Yvonne on a binaural podcast. You just wouldn't want to do it. 
She just does not her thing. No. But uh, oh, and the the binaural test that we're doing that is essentially to replace spoiler casts because I just don't think there's enough of an audience for any individual topic. Yeah. But if we do a binaural one, it's a, it's at least interesting to people who don't watch the show. We got to get beyond spoiler culture. We got to get beyond it. And I've complained about spoilers on Twitter from Walking Dead, but at this point, we were actually recording for Game of Thrones Cafe. in this restaurant, and I was absolutely convinced that somebody was going to tell us not to talk about Game of Thrones in mm. public because they can't they, do that. They hadn't seen it. I know, but it's just like <clears throat> I just feel like we've reached that point now as a culture where it's like somebody made a great tweet today. They said, "Me, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Internet, you stop spoiling it." And it's like, all right, fine, <laughs> I won't even talk. I won't even mention the name of the show, but um. I want you to read this article, Gus, that Hank Green tweeted. I think he retweeted about somebody. It was about it was a really fascinating article about a cholera outbreak in Haiti. And there was a cholera outbreak a few centuries ago. I believe it was in London, and it's kind of like the gold standard for germ theory, where cholera cholera was like wiping out the city, not wiping it out, but like it was an epidemic. A lot of people were dying from it. And a guy basically mapped all the cases of mortality in the city, like knocking on doors and asking how many people in this house have cholera, how many people have died from cholera. And then he just basically made a heat map of the city and found it all centralized on one location. Hmm. And he went to this place and there was a water pump and that everybody around that water pump in those houses had the highest rate of mortality for cholera. And he found out that a woman whose child had died from cholera was putting, like, the dirty diapers or, like, throwing away the waste for it in this well. Oh. Yeah, and that's what caused the cholera outbreak in the city. So, the cholera outbreak in Haiti, the UN has been there trying to fight this thing and, like, trying to get people for support, but they haven't really talked about the origin of it or anything. So, somebody ran the same basic study. They did the exact same thing. Uh They did the heat map, (laughs) and the outbreak centers on the UN facility and their cesspool there. So they basically caused this massive outbreak in Haiti. That's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable. article. It's an unbelievable article. Like it, and you can see why they just like don't want to tell anybody that. It's not why they showed up to begin with, but now it's like they're trying to raise awareness of this outbreak there. So you got to read this article. I'll send it to you. It was wow. amazing. He also tweeted that you shouldn't do unpaid internships. Oh, is that it? So what's that? That's the Haiti outbreak, right? That's the hot zone one? Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and they're comparing it there to the Broad Street uh, pump cholera outbreak in 1854 London. That map in the bottom right is like this famous uh, Hmm. map from like medical history. That's really smart. Yeah, and it was like, so they did the same thing. It's a really interesting article. And it's like epidemiology and all this kind of stuff that we love too. I love that. And listen, if you're going to correct me on anything I just said, just Google it. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Just fucking Google it. Yavin. (laughs) Someone's going to tell me it's pronounced Cholera. Not cholera. <laughs> when I direct a Star Wars movie, I will have a little character that says Yavin in it. And then everyone will laugh? Yeah. No. They'll be like, it's canon now. And I'll be like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's the director who makes canon like that, not the writer. <sighs> yeah, no, know. no. I know someone's correcting me on there. I, I do know that you can buy the games in a bundle, but they're all separate games. You have to install them separately and everything. I was talking about like... Uh, game room on the Xbox One where you would just have one thing to go to play all your arcade games or like the Atari pack mm-hmm. and you would they play like all midway those things. bundles. It seems weird that they're unbundling like that. retro they're probably, games. They probably now. get more, Make more money that way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see this is totally unrelated to anything we're talking about. I was just thinking about this. I think it was last week there was a video that came out of China where these rival construction companies started fighting in the street and they had six bulldozers 
all attacking each other, like demolition derby style. That's fucking dope. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, it's like in the middle of a street. It's like one construction company shows up and another one's doing the work. So they get mad. And then it's just like a demolition derby. Where is this? In China. uh, China? Was it commercial? No. Do they have like sledgehammers and jackhammers and shit? No, no. It was was just the heavy equipment uh, going at it. That's like... Oh, it's like Transformers. <laughs> you need David Attenborough narrating this. Somewhere in northern China. Holy so. shit. Oh. Uh, yeah, flip they, it. Oh, <laughs> they, oh, what's it cut off for? They, I think they're they're making, they're trying to get to the good the good part. But yeah, he that flips it. Part. Dude, His I love that people are still driving down the road. You gotta the get strongest going. bulldozer will get the female. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, your voice is perfect for that. Please keep going. <laughs> but it. can you... Uh, I'll feed you lines, Gavin. <laughs> Say, it's mating season for the front loading. This one yeah, needs it, an oil change. In fact, so one of them uh, does get flipped over, and you see like the dude get out of it and like run down the street, and he goes and like starts pounding on the door of another one to like get in. I guess it's like his friend and the other one, one on one. Yeah, it seems like a viral video for uh, Titanfall too. <laughs> <laughs> Titanfall zero point five. <laughs> the pilot gets out and somehow still manages to beat the front end loader that somebody else is driving. That's something I could never stand about that oh! game. Is, no, uh, in a way, I could never stand the balance in Titanfall. No, that cool. the pilots would be as good as the Titans <gasps> in some scenarios. There's like four of them now. There's five. I see one in the back. I told you there, there were six. It comes the other oh, one. That's what? so cool. He's like trying to save his friend. <laughs> oh, okay, buddy, he's saving it, buddy. <laughs> like, I got no, you, bud. Oh, he's going up. Dropped it. Oh, look, he is a pilot. He's getting in there. He's going to take him out. Hijack cockpit. No, that was his friend. I think. Oh, okay. So you, don't know. you don't know how that ended. That is awesome. I bet they've always wanted to do that. I bet they weren't even I've that always mad wanted to do that. <laughs> I've never driven one of those in my life. Imagine how much it would hurt though, like swinging anything around. Like we, we, like, ah. we used to talk about this back at the call center <laughs> about how and we we've never done this. We said one day we wanted to rent bobcats. Yes. And have bobcat wars. I also wanted to own a tow truck and tow tow trucks. People to this day send me photos of tow trucks towing tow trucks. Going, Bernie, somebody's living the dream. Uh, that Once I get a tow truck and night vision goggles, I'm done. You know I'm done. I've reached all my life goals. If six tow trucks are towing each other, which one's in front? The one that's in the, front. The one in front. That's a stupid question. What a dumb question. <laughs> if six, it, uh, Gus, if a thousand you know people, how a tow truck Gus, works? if a thousand people are in line, who's in the front of the line? <laughs> the front Three. one's being towed by the back one. If they're towing in a circle? <laughs> you didn't say that. You left that fucking part <laughs> out, so didn't they were you? they towing each other. What? If six tow trucks are towing each other, why would we assume a circle? God, you're fucking what, what would it be, a triangle? How else would they tow each you other? You just need to understand nobody's brain works the way. You're a very smart person, but nobody's brain works the way yours works. We're not going to make the conclusion on our own that the tow trucks are in a fucking circle. Uh, we did it at GTA Five. That might be why. Uh, oh, I see. And then the, the other bit of uh, weird news I saw. This, a, a bit of news about Austin made the front page of Reddit a couple days ago. I don't know if you saw this, but I guess there's... Um, Robert E. Lee Elementary in Austin. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's a movement that people want to rename it. So I guess there was a, a, a call to the public to yeah. suggest a new poll. names for the school. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> some, of the, some of the top vet vote getters were <coughs> Donald G. Trump Elementary, the Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Tolerance. <laughs> Can't have nice things. Drew Brees Elementary, Bruce Lee Elementary, John Cena Elementary School. <laughs> And Schooly McSchool. <laughs> oh, it was on there? It was on there. <laughs> I was just making a joke. It's like, what do you expect? What do you expect from people? Oh, God. Yeah, they didn't let Boaty McBoatface go through. Yeah. I was, I was pretty sad about that. 
I feel like that now you, you start. You're gonna see that everywhere now. Everybody's yeah. gonna want to have look something. something. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. it was an Wait, Air Lingus. Yeah, Air yeah. Lingus. I want to have a kid named Kid like McKidface. Sex act we do in the plane. <laughs> That's the name of like the national airline of Ireland, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the American Airlines. Not very well traveled. Sounds like Cunnilingus in the air. Cunnilingus. <laughs> Cunnilingus. What's Cunnilingus? Uh, 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 Is that when you uh, breathe on someone's so vagina? Plane, he doesn't know the word. What's the word? Cunnilingus. What, what do you say? Cunnilingus. What's the uh, Cunnilingus? Yaven. <laughs> He's licking an Angus. What, what's the knob version? <laughs> huh? What's the knob version? What do you, what do you mean? Oh, word. Uh, blowjob. I don't know. <laughs> what, can I tell you one of my favorite moments of The Amazing Race was when we had to put on those gold, little tiny little bikinis, and Dana of the dancers team, uh, her top was just like, didn't fit, and I don't know why, she asked Corey, of Tyler and Corey, to help her like adjust her top, and Corey got back there, he's like, I don't know, I've never touched one of these in my life, <laughs> and he adjusted it like, so that she like completely fell out of her top, because oh, he had never, never dealt with a bra before in any way, it was like such a funny moment, but like, not something that you could show on TV, <laughs> she's like holding it going, what are you doing back there? They definitely showed her uncomfortable with the top, but yeah, they didn't show that particular No, moment. that's, I mean, I gotta say, in that regard, I mean, it is a very family-friendly show, so I never had any concerns. Like, I might have had a wardrobe malfunction during that process, when we came running out of there. Did you? I Maybe a little bit. Did your testy come out? No, it's just a little, little, little nope. bit of flash, though. Some stuff came, like... You scrote? Stuff was in places where stuff shouldn't be. Mm. Yeah, so... Who was, that, who was that girl that got banned from Twitch for revealing her vagina? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I haven't heard that story. The one who was talking about like cancer kids recently. She did what? Is she back with something new? Yeah, now? I think her vagina fell out, and then they banned <laughs> her from Twitch. All right, I'm gonna look this up for research. What girl? I've never. Have you ever had your junk fall out on Twitch, Gavin? No. Blaine, have you ever had <laughs> your junk I'm fall out? There, yeah. You have. What yeah. happened? Uh, I was uh, going to work out, and I have like these really small. <laughs> it, I got the right link just by typing that in. It's called a vag slip. All right, go ahead. I actually had um, I when I oh, went to the academy, I like shorts that are shorter because they're like showing off my thighs and and stuff. And you know, basketball shorts are too long, so I get women's Sophie shirts in large because you know they look just like dude shorts, but they're just shorter. Well, anyways, one time I wasn't wearing sliders; I was wearing like boxers. <laughs> you weren't wearing sliders. What does that mean? Sliders are athletic shorts. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I was just sitting there. <laughs> it felt kind of cool. I looked down. There's a nard. Hanging out, and I'm oh like, oh, God. fuck. So, yeah, I, I slipped ball once. <laughs> <laughs> Did it touch, like, the gym equipment? <laughs> no, it, I think it was, like, it was somewhere else. I was, like, getting a drink with somebody oh, after okay. or something and ball hanging out in public. I mean, I've fallen out of boxes before in the privacy of my own home. Mm. Like, but, like, that, that's different, like, yeah. versus, like, being like, out. Sometimes, for some reason, either I readjust or I just put a pair of really old boxes on. But sometimes I come completely through the flap. To the point where, like, just my penis and no balls come through the flap on my boxes. I think my parents accidentally bought me, like, sexual boxers by accident once. They were like, What Mr. does that mean? Well, they were Mr. Potato Head boxers, and I didn't realize until, like, <laughs> one day that I stuck my dick through the slat <laughs> that it made Mr. Potato Head's nose. Oh! And I was like, oh! And then I just went like, hey! So. And then from that day forward, like, that's the only way you wore That sounds awesome. <laughs> he was pretty funny. They should make more, like, nose characters that, where the nose is your penis. Like, for your boxes. Get, we should do it for you. <laughs> well, I mean, Rooster teeth. <laughs> I could the see that. Thing. Yeah. I, you know what? Gavin I got it. I got it. You know what? I, want, I do want to say I'm sorry because people make fun of your nose all the time. It, it never really strikes me. So, yeah. 
That was rude of me to say that. That's fine. When I used to listen to the podcast, I'd be like, oh, I'll still leave him alone. I mean, it doesn't yeah, affect, Gavin, doesn't Gavin affect you were correct. Me. I don't know if it's at that same person, but she has a Canadian flag in the background. And she Are has, you watching her accident? She has a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> it's a pretty... Well, I'll send you the link. No. So you can see it later <laughs> if you'd like to. It's Do on, you actually see, like, Lave and stuff? Um, it's just, no, it's no big deal. It's just like a little... Like, she stands up and, like, steps over something. and Enough you know? to get banned for? Oh, I don't know if she got banned or anything like that, but it was, you know... I, was it intentional? No, that's I that's know, why nothing about this. I, that's what, you know one of those things. It's like if you're on camera, shit can go wrong. Yeah, it's like that's going to happen. It didn't look intentional or anything. That's why it's like I I now regret having seen that video, and I don't think that I should like share it with anybody because oh, yeah. it's like we all make mistakes. Like shit goes wrong, or like when somebody's photos get leaked or hacked and then released, it's just like. It's like that was a private thing they did. They didn't, they're not posting that shit. I saw, you know? I no, I don't want to see it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but if you're uh, Twitch streaming, I, I get she's Twitch streaming, but you can also do have fuck ups in public. You recently, can I say about a thing you posted recently? Like you were concerned about getting caught, like with your finger in your nose in public, like you know that kind of thing. It's like oh, because someone took a picture of me from a bus or something. Yeah, you had yeah. a picture taken of you when you were out and about, and. You know, that you were like, look at this. I could have been picking my nose. It's like, but you're in public. <laughs> a lot of people would say you're in public. So you're a fair game to be Yeah, it's true. It was, just, it was just weird that it was tweeted to me. It's very weird. It's you like, had the weirdest thing ever, which is you were surfing your phone at the airport. And when you got to the top of your Twitter feed, you saw a picture of yourself yeah. standing there surfing your phone. I was like, am I looking at like, a live look, feed? You like <laughs> looked up and like the person's like right over there. You know, Barbara and Aaron did that to uh, one of the guys from uh, Kramer. Or not Kramer. Everybody, Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond? Yeah? I can't remember what it is. Everybody loves Kramer. It was a That's great story so far, show. though. No, like, they did that. They tweeted a picture of the guy. Casanza? George Casanza? Jason Alexander? Uh, yeah. From Everybody Loves Raymond? Okay. <laughs> Tell the rest of the story. <laughs> Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. It's the bald comedian that is whatever. From Seinfeld? Seinfeld. That's the one. Okay, great. Aren't they, like, spinoffs of each other? Yep, Anyways. Absolutely. Ooh. They all came from All in the Family. I'm just like, everybody's... Really mad at me right now. Anyway, he was the in the airport. They took a picture of him doing the exact same thing. He was on his phone, and then they tweeted it out. Why was he annoyed? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like I would not fuck with Jason Alexander. It's weird. He Why? seems like a nice guy, but it seems, it seems like a guy. It's like you get on his bad side, and he can fucking. I saw too much George Casanza. Yeah, it's like his volatile, short fuse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen too much. of that. Can't believe that Jason Alexander never won an Emmy for playing George Casanza. You would always lose out to Michael Richards. It, it, uh, Michael Rich- Richards? No, he would lose out to. Uh, Oh, the guy who plays Niles, Niles. on Frasier. Yeah, he would lose to him as well. Yeah, all the time, it seems like. But Michael Richards. Michael put, Richards won a few times. Did he really? Mm-hmm. God, George Costanza to me is one of the best characters to ever be on television. And the fact that, you know, Jason Alexander never won for playing that part. The interaction between him and his parents still makes me laugh. Yep. Anytime I, I watch one of those episodes and it's him having to deal with his parents, it's just, for some reason, there's just Everything. Him and Elaine. humor. Him and Jerry. Like, all the interactions were so great with him. Mm-hmm. Him and his girlfriends were so great. I yeah, I, I know some of those names. So we, um, there, there was one thing. Is I, it really, I, Seinfeld is I, fuck off. You know the the thing that's put <laughs> off in a, everybody's like love Raymond. Is anybody hearing like crazy bass? What the yeah, fuck crazy bass over there. Hey, what is the deal um, with the tech guys parking in the grass behind the building now? Did they just start doing that and thinking like nobody's going to notice? We all hey, drive. Did past you buy there. that tow truck? No, I didn't. You could put it to use if you got one. So, but, so who does that? Who comes to a, a studio and plays ridiculously loud bass? Soundtrack, Soundtrack is soundproof though. Not always. Uh-huh. They got people outside. And they're fucking playing bait. What a bunch of dumbasses on a fucking movie so, lot. Spe- fucking dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so fucking stupid. Is it just someone Speaking- in a car, though? Sounds like it's on. It's closer than Soundcheck. I don't, he said there's someone outside in the parking lot. 
Tell him to shut up. <laughs> Tell him, can they be quiet? I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Oh, want to watch me do it? They stopped. I'll, I'll, open, I'll open those bay doors and they'd stop now. So, so we, speaking of the tech office, we, we did have a weird issue at, um, at PAX East where we, you know, we run our, our, our point of sale off of the iPad, right? And one of the iPads just didn't work. Like, it behaved like it didn't have any wireless functionality. Yeah. Like, the, the button to turn on and turn off wireless was just grayed out and disabled. To turn on wireless? Right. To turn really? on the Wi-Fi. So, like, I tried to software update it. It didn't work. Uh, I tried to factory restore it. But to factory restore it, you have to turn off Find My iPad. To turn off Find My iPad, I needed to agree to new terms and services. Apple sucks. To agree to the terms and services, I needed to download them. Apple sucks. But I couldn't download them because I didn't have fucking Wi-Fi. Let me tell you, I had an an iPad (laughs) with no Wi-Fi went out on it. An iPad with no Wi-Fi is just nothing. It's It's nothing. It's a screen that you can charge at that point. And that's all it is. Utterly worthless. It's worthless. I tweeted this recently because I was on the plane to San Francisco, bored. Obviously, I'm on a plane. So I was like, ah, I used to play iPhone games. And I just started like loading up my old favorite games. All of them need internet connections now. Yeah. None of them work on without internet. Like yeah. Angry Birds and Trials Frontier, all these games I used to play. Need like even if it's got an old update, you can't play it. You can't just play the old version. It would just be like, no, you're not gonna do this. When that base was going off, did anybody else get like flashbacks from Jumanji? Is that just, is that just me? You know? No, I got a flashback from Everybody Loves Raymond. I got one from <laughs> I don't know these, you know, it's whatever, man. I'm sorry, Seinfeld. <laughs> Are they spin offs of each other? <laughs> Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm we had a cool announcement at the uh, at the panel, which I'm super excited about. Uh, you mentioned for the first time that we are in the process of developing a card game yeah. based on million dollars. But when I mentioned that, I didn't, hadn't realized that we hadn't said anything about it yet. Everyone is super excited about that. Everyone here is like, that was just an idea that came up, and then the game development group jumped on it, and then everyone else got excited about it, and it's like it was like this small team of people all working on it, like yep. nonstop. And it's like we're in the process of developing it. And it's like we're really super excited about it. I'm excited about it because I think that is something um, that potentially, you know, I've always wanted to go back and do a crowdfunding thing because I had so much fun with Laser Team. But we're, you know, we're already making movies and features and stuff like that. We've never made a card game before. So, and this is like, if you look at like crowdfunding, there is a huge culture around board games and everything else like that. So it's like, I mean, it wouldn't be the same thing if we did it. It would be more just like, you know, this is a just a release for it, essentially. Like, it's it's something that we could produce, I'm hoping, by the middle of the summer and get it out the door. So, I don't know. I'm super excited about it. I was, yeah. I'd love to I'm excited for fans to play with other fans. Yeah, oh, it's, it's going to really be so great. cool. I hope we can get it done. If we get it done for RTX and people are, like, playing it in lines and stuff, that would be so great. I was surprised by how, like, like easily it was to transition the show into a game. Yeah. Because it was just, like, it felt, like, really, like, oh, yeah, this is just works. Like, it was just a natural fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we had that big spreadsheet that people could contribute, you know, ideas to yep. for the card game. And it was it was really cool to see that because it had a function where it would put together ideas like the way the card game worked to kind of present them to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was a really neat way to like test and see if it was uh, right, right, how right. everything worked out and, you know, if it was if it was viable. And it, it was it was a lot of fun to to read through that stuff. Our, oh man. Somebody was like they're doing like mock-ups of like the way things might look in the back of the box and everything and like the back of the box said uh, every time you sneeze Someone's turd appears randomly in your house. That was yours. I love, I love that one. Some of the word turd in there just made me laugh. You know, it just really, really yeah, made me laugh. Yeah, you came up to me like, while we were shooting something the other day. You're like, you got any, uh, you got Dude, any, you got any that we didn't use? And I was like, well, let me pull out my document. <laughs> yeah. I'd written like hundreds. And I was like, oh, God. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm super excited about that because it's like one of those things that's like, hey, that'd be pretty neat. And then we tried it out. Like the gaming guys were able to do like a little prototype of it. And then we all just we loved it. We did like some play tests, everything like that. So it's like I think we're I think we're moving ahead with it. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really really cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, I think we should wrap up. All right. Uh, let me think about anything else. Uh, it's I- now not not like a beat. It's just boom. Yeah. So Jumanji. <laughs> one of the things I want to talk about, which we haven't talked about yet, is the iPhone two cameras. You want to talk about that in the post show? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, because I want to make get Gus mad about the new iPhone spec that's been released. It's not been. Oh, can I see? Okay. Thanks for watching, everybody. Here we go. Here <laughs> we'll, we go. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Love ya.